0: Welcome to the Star Wars Canon Podcast, where we're keeping that galaxy far, far away in order.
1: There are stories about what happened. It's true. All of it.
0: Now, here's your host, Brian Miller.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode ten of the Star Wars Canon Podcast. Thank you, guys, so much for joining us today. Uh, I've got with me, as usual, my partner in crime, my soulmate, the uh, well, I guess the I just my better half. How are you tonight, babe? I'm all right. Miss Kirsty Clements, everybody. I've got her with me tonight, uh, and I've been watching the uh, live. Uh, chat board already and and i'm seeing people saying this is gonna be a long episode it's it just it it's going to be a long episode so uh this is going to be a little bit different than what we've ever done before though uh this is going to be one that uh we're gonna we're gonna try something new tonight but uh i'll let you guys know about that here in a minute uh as always we've got a little bit of housekeeping that we've got to take care of uh like we do every week and it's the same thing as last week uh the Star Wars library.com is going to be closing down at the end of this month and uh, we're going to be transferring everything over to uh, StarWarsCanonPodcast.com. And we're going to have the website kind of built around the podcast instead of the podcast built around the website. So, uh, yeah, we've got that coming up at the end of the month. So make sure uh, if you guys check out Star Wars Cannon Library, uh, com quite a bit, make sure to uh, start heading over to StarWarsCanonPodcast.com. So uh, anyway, the other thing we're going to be trying to do tonight, and uh, I'm not sure how well this is going to go over, but we're going to give it a shot. It might crash and burn. We don't know. Uh, but we're gonna be trying to take live skype calls from you guys tonight yes if you guys are watching uh i'll be uh taking some of your uh live skype calls if you have any questions comments throughout the podcast anything like that and the way i'm gonna have this set up is uh i've got my skype pulled up on my phone i've got it wired into my mixer board so uh if you guys want to get uh, a call in on this episode uh just simply add me on skype the uh the email is at uh, Star Wars or Canon Library at gmail.com uh, Send me an invite, I'll accept you Send me a message with your name And uh, I will give you a shout when I'm ready to get you on And uh, we'll get you on the air as, uh, as quickly as we can So uh, if you guys are interested in that I'll be keeping an eye on that throughout the broadcast So, uh, But yeah, we've got a lot to talk about tonight uh, and, and I know the big thing everybody wants to know about Is the Chuck Wendig uh, story So we'll, we'll get to that though Eventually I got that. I think that's last on my docket. So, uh, but we'll build up to that. Cause that's going to be the one that
0: takes up the majority of our time. We're going to
1: talk about that one for a while. So uh, <clears throat> yeah. So first off in the world of news, babe, what do we have over there?
0: Uh, first thing we've got is obviously with Mandalorian news dropping. The newest thing to come out from that is that the weapon has been released. The new weapon that he's going to be using, he or she is going to be using in the series and it dropped in the Instagram of John Favreau. So it's kind of cool. If you guys haven't pulled that up, checked it out. Um, if you don't have Instagram, I'm sure you can Google it and look it up there. Um, it's actually really cool because it kind of pays homage to what? The holiday special?
1: Yeah, the, the weapon. That was Boba Fett's first appearance ever. was in the holiday special as a cartoon. And he had that weird kind of like forked weapon in it. And, and, and yeah, that's, that's what it's very reminiscent of. I think it's actually kind of cool. I know this doesn't make the holiday special canon. That's not what this does. Oh God, no! But it it is really cool that they're kind of paying homage uh, to something like that, especially with a series like this. Because I mean, the next thing we're talking about also does the same thing. But I know you're a big Mandalorian freak. Mm -hmm. This is a weapon we've never seen before, and you know, and and you know they're going to drop that weapon as available in Battlefront at some point. Once the series comes out. You know that's going to The Mandalorian may even be a playable character. We don't know. How cool would that, that be? That
0: would honestly be really cool. That would cool. be insanely
1: cool. But what do you think? I mean, do you think it looks like a, a Star Wars-y weapon? Do you think it's two holiday specialists? Uh, special-ish? What do you think?
0: <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. God. I kind of just like... You dying over took there? Took me over. Um... I don't think that there's any way that you could say, like, it's too Star Warsy or too holiday special-ish or anything like that. Because, I mean, honestly, Star Wars has its own niche, okay? So, like, you have this one area, and anything that you do that pertains to that is going to scream Star Wars. But, I mean, like, with that being said, it's cool because they're picking this piece out from something that we've seen before, which we've seen them do that before. Right. So it's kind of cool to see them do that. And I think it would be really cool to see how this is going to be used as a weapon. And, I mean, did we ever see how it was used? Like how it powers up? Or uh, is it like a staff? Or is it like it's, a stabby? No, it's, it's a
1: rifle. But it's been so long since I watched the holiday special. Oh god, I mean, yeah. it's, it's been a god. Like, I remember watching it, I think, twice in my life. And one of them was actually with you. It was a Wait. few it was a two years ago during Christmas. I think somebody was airing the holiday special on their Facebook page. Yeah. And we were and you were sitting there watching it for the first time and I saw your mouth just drop open like, what oh, yeah. the what hell is, the is this? With, yeah. Is
0: the...
1: <laughs> but no, I I don't I don't remember how exactly it uh fired. I don't remember.
0: But you remember often. that it's a rifle. But
1: I do remember it's a rifle, yeah. See, and I don't I don't, don't, I don't remember if that. it's an electric rifle. Are we
0: sure that it's holiday special and not like a Christmas special?
1: No, it was the same thing. It was the holiday special... That, that that it popped up in or what maybe it but wasn't the holiday special. Like maybe a, it was the droid series. Because I'm thinking he was in the droid series. No, it was the holiday special. Never mind. I'm losing my mind.
0: Well, I know that it was the first appearance of Boba Fett or whatever because of the color and everything from the image that you showed me of him with this weapon. Yeah,
1: with the blue helmet and the yellow armor and Yeah, yeah. but
0: I don't ever remember that being in the holiday special because it was all like a live action thing.
1: There was there was one animated part in it where it kind of went Mary Poppins and and showed this animated segment with boba fett i don't remember if he was fighting something it's been so long since i've watched it i've tried to purge that movie from my from my memory so well it's, then i
0: guess i'm lucky it's
1: you're you can count your lucky stars that you've <laughs> never seen the holiday special i didn't think we were actually going to talk the holiday special on this but i mean screw it sorry no i don't care it's it's one of those things that i mean you can ask anybody that it's Oh my God, it's 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 rough because you saw the the uh, the cooking show with yes, with with obviously. the four, arm, uh, which by the way at a Star Wars celebration, was it last year or a year before? I think it there was, was the somebody yeah. in that had that costume uh, in the front and center, and every time they moved their arms, the other arms would uh, move, move also. With it, but yeah. but it was a great costume. But that th- that was your favorite part of that.
0: It's it's the one that you tend to remember the most. No because... no no no.
1: What what I remember the most is the horny Wookie. Okay with, yeah. With the VR headset yeah. yeah and no, it that's was the black
0: lady. Yeah and that's she's like oh. oh that, uh, <laughs> I
1: will make your wildest dreams come true. <laughs> you know I don't know why I sound like Yoda but but yeah no that's that's exactly that was just and then Leia singing that Life Day song at the end of that which Life okay. Day is canon now they made Life that Day canon. Is canon. Yes, yeah they is. they made that canon so, uh, well kind of pseudo canon i guess it was in from a certain point of view at the end when you had that last little chapter with the two disembodied yeah. voices talking they they brought up life day so um but yeah no it's it's bad uh, richard J just said that holiday special i've never been able to sit through it uh he's he's not wrong it's it's that bad so but but the fact that they're going back and and kind of pulling that weapon from the holiday special is is kind of neat it's just kind of one of those things only sweaty fanboys would point out and and notice yeah But sweaty fanboys are going to be the ones sitting and watching this thing yeah so it's it's really cool that they put it in there um but as far as bringing things in as far as props go john favreau also posted another picture
0: oh yeah there's another one that he released that was um looks like the ice cream prop from what was it uh
1: Empire, Empire Strikes Back when
0: they were trying to evacuate Cloud City. Yes, and Lando even like runs right past him.
1: Yeah, he no, this guy runs by everybody. His name is Wilro Hood. If you go back and watch The Empire Strikes Back, uh, this guy he's everybody talks about Lando being the only black guy in Star Wars, and then this guy just runs by with an ice cream maker. On on uh, Bespin, yeah, and uh, everybody's like, "Why, why is he, why is he carrying an ice cream maker? Mm-hmm. What, what does that have to do?" And uh, they ended up giving him his entire own backstory, Give him a name. His name was Wilro Hood, uh, and uh, he was actually brought into the comics, in the new canon, in so in the Star Wars comic, really? he was on one that. of the Star stories, yeah, on the Harbinger. So, um, but yeah, they brought him in. But John Favreau has posted a picture of a prop. I guess I guess it's a prop from the Mandalorian that looks just like this ice cream maker, but with some like extra little bells and whistles on it and stuff like that. What did you think when you first saw it? Cause I saw it and I just started laughing my butt off.
0: Well, honestly, I'd never even caught that out of empire. So I had to wait for you to be like, yeah, this is what it's from. Do you kind of see the resemblance there? So then I was like, yeah, I see that resemblance. And then seeing the paint and stuff, like you, it makes it look old. It makes it look used and everything like that. But then when you pointed out that, Hey, this is like an ice cream maker it, it's back cream in the day. Maker. It's like it's an OG. Okay, so I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's one of those things that they they were probably looking around going we need something for him to carry. Oh, here's an ice cream maker. Just just <laughs> run with it, you know. And, we
0: did this one time years and years ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. So let's 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 do that again in a galaxy far, far away, but you know, in a different time period, but right. it works. But
1: I mean back in back in the time of empire, they he what was it supposed to be? I don't even think they ever said what that was supposed to actually be. Maybe it was his device for I his sex bot. His sex bot. <laughs> me, oh God, I can't get that out of my head now. Why would you? I was gonna say hey. he keeps his pet something in it, or you know. But I guess his quakey and monkey. But um, no. I you said sex bot, and now it's you. You brought that up because I was playing Knights of the Old Republic last night, yeah, and talking to Jay, and, and or night before last, yeah. And the, and the sex bot thing came up, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's it's pretty cool, and it's more high res and, and detailed than what we saw in Empire. It's actually got some switches on it, some weathering and stuff. But it's just a neat little thing to to kind of make fans start watering at the mouth and, and remind them that they still have to wait a year for this show to come out.
0: Perfect time of year because, you know, you kind of match it up with the whole, like, Jack Skellington. What's this? What's this? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Kind yeah. Of.
1: But, uh, but, yeah, it's just one of those things that, you know, he was looking around going, what could I post on Instagram? That would just make people's heads explode. Oh, that'll work! And you just post a picture of the ice cream maker. So then,
0: how mad are you going to be if it's not even in the freaking movie
1: or in the in the series? Yeah, it'll probably be in the background somewhere. It's not going to be featured on screen. It'll probably just be sitting on a table somewhere, and, and it's going to be something you have to look for in the background to find. That that's probably all it's it's. I bet it has a bunch be.
0: of cables coming from it with a virtual.
1: Oh Jesus! Why do you got to go back to the. <laughs> Guys, God, this is what I put up with on a daily basis. Uh, But we got those two little uh, kind of weird news stories out of the way. Uh, And it's on to the big one, the one everybody's kind of been waiting on. I came home from work yesterday and checked the email, and I had several, several emails from people asking if we were going to talk about this particular subject. So I had to put a Facebook post out last night and let everybody know, yes, we know about it. Yes, we're going to talk about it. So, this is the big story in Star Wars right now. Babe, what is going on?
0: Basically, for a lack of better words and no other way of putting it, Chuck Wendig got fired from Marvel.
1: Man, why? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no longer has a relationship with Marvel. No longer has a relationship with Del Rey and being able to write Well, we stories. assume that
1: it's Del Rey. Okay. We assume that it's Del Rey. That hasn't been confirmed. We It could either be Lucasfilm Publishing or Del Rey. Odds are okay. it's Del Rey. But they haven't actually come out and confirmed it yet. Uh, it was the, he got fired from Marvel first, and then taken off the the book that he was writing on, or that he was that he was working on that he was, was writing. Which was
0: being published through Del Rey, which is why we assume that.
1: Right, which we we don't know what that book was supposed to be yet. But the reason he, the supposed reason he got fired, is because of his social media accounts, because they said he was too vulgar, too negative. He attacked. Star Wars fans, he attacked anybody who had a, a different political view than him. And, and one of the things, look, I'm, I'm going to cross a line on this episode that I swore I would never do. I swore I would never get political on the Star Wars Canon podcast and actually talk politics. So I'm going to do my best to step away from the politics of it and actually look at it from the outside looking in. Uh, this is, anybody who follows me on Facebook knows where I stand politically. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, do I agree with the stuff that he has said? Not necessarily. Uh, but does the man have a right to say what he wants? Absolutely. Uh, this is a dangerous precedent that that's happened now. And it's, it's one of those things that, I mean, I can, I can kind of see both sides of it. I can kind of see him being upset about it because it's his personal social media. He can say whatever he wants, but at the same time, I can see Marvel looking at it as an employer going, Oh God, do we really want this guy? like really putting fans down because he blocked Star Wars fans from his Twitter account because they had different political views than him. And he is a very political person. He is an extremely political person, if you go back and look at his feed. But the thing that I I noticed uh, right off the bat was everybody who ran with the story said that he was fired because of his liberal political views. And it wasn't his liberal political views at all that got him fired. It was the way he was tweeting them. Because I mean, every other tweet was F Trump, F Trump, you know, and it doesn't matter exactly what the tweets, you know, said that that doesn't matter. The fact is that he was putting this stuff out there for his employers, customers to see, you know what I mean? So it's, it's one of those things I can see both sides of it, but it sucks that he got fired over that. And it's scary. You know what I mean? Because you look back uh, with, with politics nowadays, like Alex Jones. Yeah. The guy's crazy. He's, he's bat shit crazy uh a conservative, and he got taken off of every social media platform there is. They banned him from everything. Is the guy an asshole? Yeah. But he still has the right to put his views out there. You know what I mean? So, the same thing goes with Chuck Wend- uh, Wendig. He had every right to put out what he wanted. Should he have maybe toned back the vulgarity a little bit? Probably. But I, I don't see anything wrong with it. What do you think, babe?
0: Honestly, I think that we live in a very scary time because <laughs> If we're talking about our occupation versus our personal life outside of that occupation and anything that you say in your personal life, on your personal pages, which may be public, may be personal, and no matter how personal you make those private and not allow the public to see those, there's still things that they can see on that. And that that I feel like is kind of crossing a line when you start talking about those kinds of things because I've been subjected to that before in the past Mm -hmm. and it's not fun. It's not fun when you're literally just trying to live your life and be the, the truest version of yourself that you can be. Right. So going back to you're entitled to your own opinion. Do you have any right to say what you're saying? Yes. Should he have toned it back? Probably so. But at the same time, he had the right to say how he felt. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as how he feels do I agree? Do I disagree? I don't really want to get into that because like we said, we don't want to get into political stuff here. Um, basically I just, and, and I feel like there's like kind of a contradiction there because his stories and his books that he's written, he's advocated for that, like the LGBTQ
1: community. He's put characters in in his novels that were, that were part of that community, you know? And
0: then he's blocking people because they have a difference in opinion on their political views. Yeah, it's a it's a major contradiction.
1: Well, it's one of those things that it's. it's, Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a very scary time to live in. Yeah, because I mean, you barely put your opinion online now. Which now we live in a day and age where everybody and their mother has a way to put their opinion out there for the whole world to see. Social media has just connected every single person on this planet. Right before social media, not so much. You could have an opinion, nobody cared, nobody knew about it. You know, unless you told them. Now you put it online, everybody sees it. You, I mean, you go on Facebook and put in your status, I love The Last Jedi. Just watch and see the comments that start coming down on your on your status. It's it's crazy. People attack each other nowadays over opinions. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's 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 one of those things. Now, you know I me. Mean, I'm a very opinionated person. Yes. I put my opinion out there a lot. Yes. But I don't begrudge people who have a different opinion than I do. You know, I, I sit and have a debate with them. Now it gets to a point where if you start calling me names – and start making it personal, and start attacking me, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm done with you, you know what I mean? But, for them to come out and say that, because, I mean, I remember, uh, and I'm gonna call them out too, makingstarwars.net ran a story immediately after it, was happened, after it happened, and the first thing, the first line of the article said, the cowards at Lucasfilm fired Chuck Wendig over his liberal opinions, which is completely false, because if, I mean, if you fire anybody from Lucasfilm for their liberal opinions, there goes Lucasfilm. Every single person at Lucasfilm has well, liberal ideas.
0: Not only that, but they shouldn't have started the article out writing it that way because all writing should be subjective. Right. It should be non biased.
1: Objective. It should be objective. Okay. Fair right. Enough.
0: But it, it should never, it should be non biased. It shouldn't show their personal opinions. So calling them cowards, no. Right. It should never have been said.
1: Yeah. No, no, it's, 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 and it's like, like I said, I don't agree with his political views. I don't. And that's just, just the way I am. That's the way I was raised. But I can't begrudge the guy. He had every right in the world to put his opinion on. On his personal social media, on his personal Twitter, he can put anything he wants on there. Yeah. You know? Now, I and, and you know, to a certain extent, your employer can kind of dictate what you do in your personal life. If you come home from work and you smoke a joint and you go to work the next day and they piss test you and you fail, you're going to get fired for that. You know, and, and you, hell, even in like the grain elevator I work at, if you look at the handbook, it says right in there, even outside of work, don't conduct any behavior that would look bad on, on, on my company. You know what I mean? Don't make our company look bad with your outside actions. So. I yeah, can kind of see where they're coming from, but at the same time, it's one of those mixed things where... Yeah,
0: but where do you know where that line crosses exactly. is the issue we're having here, because with Chuck Wendig, that is not the first time we've seen this with Marvel. Right. So, I mean, because we're talking like James Gunn getting mm-hmm. released from Guardians, and I can't remember if there's been any others, but that's the other major one. Right, that That's, that's that was the other yeah. big
1: center stage one, yeah.
0: But I mean, like that, knowing where that line crosses... Obviously, you have religion, politics, and there's a couple of other major stories and opinions and feeling, emotion, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be other things, too, that you're going to put out there. Like, uh, you know, I see a meme and it's a cat pissing in a litter box or something stupid like that. Like, that is absolutely ridiculous. But God forbid you post something like that and they think that that's horrible. They're gonna call you into the office and probably write you up because they think it's inappropriate. Right? Is that where they're gonna draw the
1: line at? Well, the line is different with every person, depending on 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 what you feel is appropriate and not appropriate. You know, I mean, because uh, I've got several friends where they're the line is way off from oh, some of the some yeah. of my other friends, and it, it's it's. Well, look, when you're on your Twitter account and – I, and I hate to say this. I really do because I really did like Chuck Wendig – I really do. I shouldn't say did. I do like Chuck Wendigs – or Wendigs. I have a hard time saying his name for some reason. I really do like his writing. Um, the first Aftermath was a little rocky, a little bit, and then from then on, Life Debt was insanely great and Empire's End was great. Yeah. So it's not his writing that I'm that – I'm <clears> but you got to take a step back and look at it like you said earlier, objectively – and say he was on there telling people to f, you know f off, f you, f this person. If you if you support this person, f you. If if you voted for this person, f you. You got to draw a line somewhere. Your employer has to look at that at some point and go, oh god, this guy's got to go. You know. So I mean, it, it and it's you know, uh Jay Richard Jay is commenting right now. He says completely agree. We should go back to the days where we complain in schoolyards. That's true. Just you know, and and. Social media makes it so easy. That that's part of the reason, you know. And I'll and I'll say it. I, we're not going to get very political on this. I mean, we kind of already have, but this country is very divided right now, and it's not just with Star Wars fans. It's people are divided completely, and it's be, you know, social media is a lot to a lot to do with that. You know, being able to put your opinion out there like that, and and it's like like I said earlier, it's a it's a scary thing to, uh, it's a scary time to be living in. It really is.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, anyway you turn, no matter how you how you. Look at it. You turn on the TV. Something's going on. Um, they're going to cover what they want to cover. You go onto the internet. The stories are going to pop up. Whatever stories they're wanting to cover there. You go onto social media. Your friends are going to tell you whatever they want to tell you on there. Mm-hmm. But then as far as like your employer knows. Some employers even draw the line at like. I've had employers in the past who wouldn't employ me. Because I, I have stretched years. And right. I've had facial piercings in the past, and I have tattoos, and I have colored hair, but then I've had employers who are like, "No, that's cool," you know. So I mean, there, there is—I don't know. It's, it's just a really touchy thing because, yeah, all in all, it's just—it's a scary time to live because no matter what you do, everywhere you turn, there's somebody trying to nitpick you for being you. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm not that. Like we've said before, I'm Sabine. I'm like, right. I'm like the most. Actively out there trying to change the world, being who I am, improving that to everybody on how I am on the outside. So right,
1: well, I know like me and you differ a lot on political stuff. Also, yeah, there, there's several things that you and I don't agree on, mm-hmm. but we don't let it get in the way of our relationship. No. You know what I mean? It, 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 we both understand you're entitled to your opinion and I'm entitled to mine. That's part of the that's that's something that I've always tried to uh, uh, project onto the Canon Library as as a YouTube channel as a Facebook page you're everybody's entitled to their opinion whether i agree with you or not whether anybody else agrees with you or not you are entitled to your opinion you know everything is subjective it's it's and i'm not going to put you down because you have a different opinion than me you know because i mean you you shouldn't be able to put me down for having a different opinion you know so it's the chuck wendig thing it's it's scary now because like i said a lot of people at lucasfilm have that political mindset, the same one that he does, the, the the liberal mindset. If you follow, you know, a lot of the people at Lucasfilm, if you look at their Twitter accounts, even the authors of the voiceover actors of TV shows or just the actors in general, a lot of them are very, very liberal. So now all these people are going to be walking on pins and needles trying to make sure that they don't cross that line, you know, because whether they meant to or not, they've made Chuck Wendig an example. They made an example of him.
0: Well, I was just sitting here and trying to think about it because I'm um, honestly, because you know, we have had this story break, and then we also had like the whole Kathleen Kennedy thing where her contract got extended, and we covered that story and how we felt about it, and if it really made a difference, it makes you kind of wonder if like. And then Bob Iger come out and said we're going to have a, a like a major lull in content because we're trying to like regroup slow down, yeah. and figure out what we want to do with the content because this is the end of the Skywalker story, so on and so forth. So it makes you kind of wonder, like, hey, guys, had a good run. Let's clean up shop, get some new faces in here, and look for a reason, to get, for a reason to get rid of these guys so we can get some new. Why not just say, hey... Had a good time with you, you know. Why does it have to be so publicly thrown out there?
1: It doesn't have to be publicly thrown That's out there. That's what I'm saying. Because, well. I mean, look at Kevin Hearn. He wrote Heir to the Jedi, which to me is yeah. the most abysmal novel ever written. Forget Star Wars. Just in general, it is the worst piece of crap ever put on paper. I mean, second only to Twilight. So, uh, no, you know what? I'm going to say Twilight's second to Heir to the Jedi. I'm, I'm going to. Because *Air* oh to the Jedi, God. it's it sucks. Um, anybody who's watched for a long time knows I, I didn't like that book at all. And... Kevin Hearn's never come out with another Star Wars novel. He's never come out with another one. So, and it wasn't a big deal. Nobody made a big fuss about it. Oh, Kevin Hearn will never write another Star Wars novel. They never did that, you know? So, I mean, I understand Chuck uh, Wendig, uh, he, he wrote this, this trilogy that a lot of people really do like, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and i think he wrote a short story and from a certain point of view if i'm not mistaken and he was working on the shadow of vader comic that's supposed to be coming out mm-hmm. and now they've taken him off he did the first 3 issues they've taken him off issues 4 and 5 completely he's he's not even a part of it anymore and he was working on another star wars book so how are they going to handle like when that book comes out is it going to be just rewrite from page 1 on or is it going to be like partially him and then somebody else came in and and picked up Kind of like what happened with uh, Lord and Miller with Solo and Ron Howard come in. That's what I was is is gonna that say. what it's going to be? Is because we don't know what that novel was going to be. We didn't even know. I mean, obviously other novels are coming out, but there was no inkling that,
0: you know, th- any hint
1: towards anything. Honestly, after... even
0: with that being said, I think that it's safe to say it with us being the public and we didn't have any idea what it was gonna be, where it was gonna fall in the timeline of canon or We may not
1: ever know which novel it was.
0: Well, and not only that, but because we didn't have any idea, they could take some of what he has because it belongs to Lucasfilm. Yeah. It does not belong to him. It is not his entity to to claim as his own. And because of that, you know, and now that he's been fired, they own that. They can take bits and pieces of that or they can just start writing and if whoever they get to start it again, start up, start over, whatever. He can use that as reference material. He or she can use that as reference material and do whatever they want with it. But with us being the public and not having any idea, Hey, jump on it and start doing what you got to do. That's
1: true. And and because they hadn't announced this novel, they can push it back. However long,
0: I don't even think they have to do that. You don't think, no, I don't think it's necessary to push it back or do anything like that. They can literally just, okay, here's the new author.
1: And and, and give them what they've got. Yeah,
0: because we're the public. We don't know anything about it.
1: I would almost rather see them just start fresh day one, like page one rewrite. I would almost rather see that. I
0: would rather see them use that as a reference. Yeah,
1: as much as I hate to say that because I do like Chuck Wendig. I really do. I I just – I don't feel like –
0: I think it's harder to follow material when you have multiple authors unless it's a, a true collaborative because collaborations are really hard to get down to the bottom of unless they've literally spent time together to get inside each other's heads, Especially when you're right. talking about authors writing together. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand how each other's minds work when you put that pen to the paper or your fingers to your keyboard or however it is that you write down your stories, mm-hmm. then you're not going to be able to collaborate very well.
1: Well, usually when, when writers collaborate, one of them is more, uh, more of a... Uh, one writes actually does the physical writing, and the other one kind of is an advisor, has kind of an advisor role. Uh, so, I mean, I wouldn't – I could almost see them using anything that he had done as that quote-unquote advisor, like mm-hmm. you said earlier, reference material, and say, this is what we had so, so far. Are you saying, do are, your, take your own spin on it and finish the story.
0: So are you suggesting that they're going to still list him as an author on this book?
1: Uh, they would all – well, it depends because if they do a, a page one rewi- rewrite – and don't use anything that he did. No, they don't have to put his name anywhere on it. But look at Solo. They fired Lord Miller from that. And they still put their names on the film as executive producer. Because they still put they still left their fingerprint on some of that film. So it depends on how much of the novel they use uh, of what he had done. It, it, it just depends. I mean, if they don't use anything, no, his name doesn't have to go anywhere on it. But if they still use it as... I don't want to say reference because the story is already kind of laid out what they want. They tell the author, hey, we want this story kind of, this is what we want. You have free reign. So I don't know. It's kind of touchy. I'm not exactly sure how the exact process works. So I don't know. They might, I mean, they might. You might we might get a novel next year that, you know, written by you know, uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna pull a name out of, the, out, of out of mid out of the, out of the thin air. Uh, oh, Jason Fry, yeah, spitting that. Yeah, Kevin Hearn. God, <laughs> God, why'd you? Okay, Kevin Hearn. You know, and and then in little letters, you know, Chuck Wendig. But it, I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think uh. we're ever even gonna know which novel it was until the novel comes out, and then Chuck tweets and says that was the one I was working on. That's gonna be the only way. Honestly, we Honestly,
0: I really don't think that he's gonna do that either because of the the post that he did release. And how he feels and how he stands about it. Right. I feel like he had a like a decent, good working relationship with Star Wars and Lucasfilm and everybody over there at Marvel and everything. But it was. Just but now, his now that tweets, this has yeah. happened, I feel like he he wants to absolve himself from it. He wants to step away and be done with it.
1: I don't see. I mean, I can't imagine anybody wanting to be done with Star Wars. I'd give my left he's, nut to he's work probably on Star still Wars. Gonna,
0: if he reads, he's gonna probably pick up a book here or there. Yeah. He'll probably go and see the movies. He'll probably pick up the um. Bader's shadow and things like that and see how it ends up. I mean, since he's not a part of that team anymore, he's going to be curious about it, obviously, because wouldn't you? That's
1: See, I don't know, because, oh God, you brought that up, and now I'm sitting here thinking, okay, that would be like... That would be like getting into an argument with your best friend, right? And then completely disowning each other. And then a month later, decide to stalk your friend on Facebook and see what they said about you. I just... I don't know. It's one of those things, like like when George Lucas sold Disney or sold Disney, sold Lucasfilm to Disney. <laughs> yeah, he sold Disney. Uh, later on, he said it's like a breakup. You you break up, you leave it, and you never go back to that. You know what I mean? You you never go back. So, I mean, that's just one man's way of looking at it. But still, at the same time, he, he's kind of right about that. You know, if it because you know, being fired from anything Star Wars, that's gotta hurt. That that hurts your soul. You know, and it, it's one of those things that I'd have a hard time letting that go.
0: Well, I mean, the only way to put it really into perspective and get true emotion out of you on this is if something happened to you and then I had to figure out how to keep the podcast going.
1: Why would anything happen to me?
0: I'm just saying.
1: Well, don't talk like that.
0: Hypothetically, we've don't, talked about No, this. don't
1: talk about that. I don't yeah, want to talk about no, that, no. Yeah, no, because
0: we, we have to raise our kids, right? So that way they know what are You can raise do. our kids.
1: Uh, yeah, so yeah. what do you guys think? Let us know in the chat. Let us know in a comment below. If you guys are listening on iTunes or Spotify, send us an email at StarWarsCanonLibrary@gmail.com. Uh, we would uh, definitely love to hear what you guys have to say about that. Uh, but, yeah, man, it really does suck that he's gone. It, it really does. So, uh what do you say we move on to uh, some uh, canon material that's uh, that's dropped?
0: Um, the first thing that we have out is the first episode of season one of Resistance has debuted on Disney XD.
1: It did, Sunday night.
0: And we're pretty upset because we don't have cable.
1: Uh, but I watched it. I actually watched the first episode and the second episode. Don't give me laser eyes across the room.
0: Laser bean. Laser
1: bean. <laughs> That's
0: gonna be my new catchphrase. Guys. That's gonna be. I've your said new one. that a lot yeah, on, know the, on the show. I know I have.
1: Uh, but yeah, no. The we I've uh, I've watched the first two episodes. I need to get you to watch it because it's, it's. I, I figure we'd talk about it a little bit. Or I, I would talk about it a little bit. It's actually pretty good. It's it's not what I thought it was going to be.
0: It seems like it would be fun because the the color like the contrast in the color and everything is more poppy, colorful.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's extremely vibrant. colorful. Uh, some of the cool things that kind of stood out, though, and this isn't going to be anything spoiler-like, but just the look of Star Wars, just the look of the show. Uh, I know you like anything that's like 40s, 50s style, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, I showed you a picture. I, God, it's been a while. But somebody made a custom astromech droid. It was like that pastel blue mm-hmm. with all the rounded edges and the, and the chrome everywhere. It looked very 50s style. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the characters has that droid, has that same oh. color droid with the same kind of curves. to And her ship looks like like a, a 50s Cadillac. And it's kind of cool the way, the, the way they, uh, they put it together, but, uh, no, I, 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 this is a cool show. Actually, uh, I, I'm, I'm probably going to watch the third episode tonight after this podcast. I, I have access to the third episode <laughs> uh, but, uh.
0: I'm so horrible.
1: Yeah, you're so bad. I
0: love Star Wars. And you're
1: not even watching this stuff. I know. With I love me.
0: Star Wars so much, but I found out that they put the new Ben 10 on Netflix, so I've been. No, watching Star that. Wars
1: trumps Ben 10, man.
0: I'm sorry. No,
1: you're not. I am. No, you're not. I am. Uh, we're gonna watch Resistance though, or is, or is that gonna be one of those things you want to binge? Like you want to sit and just watch every episode back Probably. to back?
0: Probably.
1: Probably. I don't know. I'm gonna have to sit and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to watch that third episode tonight. But uh, the first episode was actually. Pretty decent. It set the tone pretty well. We had a couple of little cameos in there. Uh, I'm assuming a lot of the people who are uh, are watching this right now have watched the episode. Uh, it aired, what, Sunday night on Disney XD? I think it was mm-hmm. at 10 p.m., okay. which is kind of weird for a, a kid's yeah, show we were that, that late on, on, a, on a Sunday night, especially when you got school the next morning. Um, but, yeah, no, it's it, the, the main character, Kaz. His father is a senator in the New Republic, but hmm. we don't know which senator. Because he contacts him in the show, and it's just a fuzzy uh, hologram. Poe had to uh, uh, encrypt the transmission before he could talk to his father, because he's with the Resistance. They can't show, you know, where they're at, and you could hear his voice, but you couldn't see what he looked like. And he kind of, and I'm not gonna lie, he kind of sounded a little bit like, um, oh, what was his name? It was one of the uh, captains and rebels. It was, it was the Asian captain. I can't think of his name right now. Jay is probably screaming at the screen right now because he, Sato, <laughs> Sato, Sato, it oh. sounded a lot like Sato, but that, I mean, that can't possibly be, could it? But it's, his father didn't want him to, uh, he, he wasn't big on the resistance. He was that straight, uh, yeah, Sato, yeah, uh, Larone. Lerone, thank you so much. It was Sato, yeah, um. And, uh, and Richard J said it also. Um, but, uh, yeah, I kind of had that, that sound to it and, and I, you can't help but wonder what side of the, the aisle, I guess you could say, or I guess we're, let's just make this a political episode. You can't think, you can't help but wonder which side of the aisle his father's on. Cause in star Wars, you know, like we have Republicans and Democrats yeah. in the United States, uh, in the Star Wars universe, they have the centralists and the populists. Yeah. And The centralists are essentially the Democrats, and the populists are essentially the Republicans. You can't help but tell you, know, wonder which side he's on. If he doesn't like the Resistance, and he knows Leia is leading the Resistance, because you find out in the show that the New Republic is secretly supporting the Resistance. They're secretly helping them. Uh, uh, the the main character Kaz is trying to get intel to uh, General Leia and Poe Dameron, and we find out that it's about the Killer base which is still being built at the beginning During of this existence. yeah they show well, it fair. and some of it some of the surface is still like framework you know kind of like the second Death Star so uh it's he's trying to get that intel to him haven't seen Kylo Ren yet of course I've only watched the first two episodes haven't seen Kylo yet uh Phasma popped up obviously Pose popped up Leia popped up but I don't remember if she had I don't think she had a speaking role yet Uh, but anyway, it's a great show so far. It actually, I said the the first trailer didn't feel like Star Wars. Uh, this actually does.
0: I wonder if it had anything to do with like the animation style, but now that you've watched it and you've heard the characters interact and what they're talking about and their missions and what they're doing sucks you in. It makes it feel like, like Star Wars.
1: Well, some of the characters are already very lovable. Like I watched the first episode and there's a, a character in there named Niku who kind of I told Richard J I was messaging him while I was watching it kind of reminded me of a uh, a very straightforward cartoon version of a uh, a Star Wars Drax from from yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy you very literal person you know what I mean and I mean everything he says is very literal uh one of the first things that ha- you know in the show um Kaz lands on this platform right where he's going to be doing this secret undercover mission and this is the first person he meets and uh he sees, I feel like our cats are getting into a fight in there. Yeah they'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. they'll live. And I, I, I know you're giving me that look from across the room. We could just hear our cats get into a fight That's outside scary. the outside the room. It'll be all right. Uh, but this character like he com- uh, he comes up behind Kaz and Kaz is watching these ships go overhead and he's like, I want to be Kaz, the greatest star pilot in the galaxy. And the only thing that Nico hears is Kaz, the greatest star pilot star pilot in the galaxy. So by the time they get to this cantina to talk to uh, the, 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 I can't remember, Aunt Z, I think's her name. Aunt, Aunt Z is what Poe calls her. She's the same species as Unkar Plot. Mm. Uh, but she's like a bartender. But by the time he gets there, it's already gone around the entire station that he's the greatest pilot it's greatest star pilot in the galaxy so by the time they walk up to the counter she's like well if it isn't the greatest star pilot in the galaxy and poe's like well, that's really nice of you to say you know you, you don't have to say that she's like i wasn't talking to you and she just looks at the new kid and he's like what <laughs> like it had already traveled so fast from this person to this person to this person and you see it go you see this person tell this person that person tells this person that person tells this person before they even get to the bar Wow, it's actually really really funny but uh, i I laughed a lot more during this episode than I thought I was going to it It's actually really funny. it's actually it, i and I could see it being geared more towards children, but I still i i what part of Star wars isn't you know what I mean so oh, yeah I like it I, I so far i'm I'm enjoying the hell out of resistance. I'm not sure how long it's gonna run, but so far i'm 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 really liking it.
0: Um, you were talking about how you can tell it's geared towards children. It's like how Jamie Holbeach was talking about last week when she wrote in on Mailbag that there's more stuff geared towards kids but not necessarily towards the adults so this right here what and what you said definitely touches point on that because we're talking about how anything that they put out they're gonna want to touch base with the kids right we're all adults and we're we're all fanboys
1: but we're kids at heart geeking out yeah Yeah.
0: we're gonna watch it no matter how childish it is because it's freaking star wars so
1: yeah no i'm 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 so far i'm loving it like i said i don't know how many seasons it's gonna go but uh hopefully it goes for a while but uh, anyway, that's uh, that's kind of, I guess you could say, my review of the first episode of Resistance. We've also, uh, this past, I guess, what, Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday, we had two comics, or I'm sorry, three comics hit shelves. Uh, we had uh, Star Wars Adventures number 15, uh, which I feel like, yeah, that's right, Star Wars Adventures number 15. We also had Star Wars Adventures Tales from Vader's Castle number 2, and the first issue of the adaptation for Solo, A Star Wars Story. Those all came out back on the 10th. So make sure to go check out your local comic book shop and uh, find those. Those are on shelves right now. Uh, and, you know, real quick, before we go into upcoming canon, I I, I forgot. It wasn't on the notes, and I was going to talk about it in this episode, and I completely forgot to put it on the show notes. I'm sorry, babe. I'm going to do this to you on the spot. Um, but I know it's not canon related, but I really wanted to talk about this because I know every Star Wars fan uh, is a fan of Knights of the Old Republic. You already know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Um, Every almost every single Star Wars fan has played Knights of the Old Republic. I'm in there playing it again right now. I'm I just got the the first star map on Dantooine, and I'm you know I'm back talking to the Jedi Council about going out to the rest of. I'm playing through it again. And two nights ago, I was telling you. Three nights ago, I was telling you. Hey, there's a guy doing a a, a mod for the PC version of this. Is he running it? He's running it through the Unreal you know four engine, updating the graphics, adding you know some little side missions and stuff. And I told you. I hope to God Lucasfilm never finds out about this because they will shut it down. Uh-huh. Because I want a remake of Knights of the Republic so damn bad. Lo and behold, a day or two later.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like the, the very, very next, next day, day. By the time we both got home from 24
1: America, hours later. <laughs> they got a letter from Lucasfilm, essentially a cease and desist letter Telling them that it was bordering on copyright infringement, they weren't—they really? weren't suing them, but they were telling them destroy all the code, yeah, get rid of everything. It really sucks. I—I I feel this pain in my heart because i am playing Knights of the Old Republic and the graphics suck. <laughs> The graphics are so bad.
0: But it's OG. I know.
1: It's so. I'm even playing it on my OG Xbox. I know. <laughs> it's it's so OG, but I, I love it. But it's such a good story. And the gameplay was so great, you know. And, and I really wanted, especially through the Unreal 4 engine, that would have been insane to see. Some of the character models they had come up with were absolutely beautiful. Bastila looked so lifelike. I mean, it was it was so, so cool. It just really sucks, cause I mean, yeah. Unreal Four. For those of you that know, don't know, that's the same engine they used on Arkham Knight, the the Arkham game, or Arkham Knight. That was the same engine, and you know what that game looked like. Yeah. It was gorgeous. So, I'm I'm seriously bummed. I mean, I I know you've never played it, babe, but what do you what do you think about this? Cause it sucks. Is they weren't really remaking the game. It was just a mod, and mods are legal. So I mean, what what, what do you think about this?
0: Obviously, I'm kind of slightly indifferent. I have a hard time sitting down and actually playing a game because, I mean, I grew up playing games. We played, like, Gran Turismo with my dad on the original PlayStation, but we also went to the other end of it, and we'd play, like, Silent Hill with my dad, so, like, we played, like, the whole all across the board with my dad as kids growing up, but now the older I've gotten, the less patience I have to sit there and try to beat up some bad guys because if it doesn't go my way, I'm screaming, and I will throw that remote into the TV. And I'll have to to TV. buy another one, yeah. I don't, I don't want to do that.
1: I did that with Halo 2.
0: Yeah, we're not doing at, that. At the,
1: very, the first time I ever played Halo 2, and it said to be continued. I literally chucked my control. I was so pissed. I was so pissed. And I played Halo 2 before I ever played Halo 1. Anyway, this isn't a Halo podcast, but anyway— uh, but with it being just a mod, do you, do you see any legal way that they could get out of this and keep it going? Because mods happen all the time. If you look at Battlefront 2, people mod the crap out of Battlefront 2.
0: I mean, I don't think that they were really claiming any rights to it or anything like that. They were just changing it, like how it looked. How I don't think they were changing how it played.
1: No. it was, Well, even the heads-up display looked the same. They didn't even change the heads-up display. Yeah, they just they took the just... old one and stuck it on there.
0: They were just kind of changing, like updating the graphics on it, right, and doing some slight minor things like that, and just basically making it more aesthetic, right. Well, they so, weren't I mean, even gonna make
1: any money off of it. They were just no, they were yeah. just gonna you know put it out there. Hey guys, you can download this mod. It was a mod. If you have, because you can do mods all you want as long as you legally purchased a copy of the game. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And if you legally purchase a copy of the game, you can use all the mods you want. That's no different than cheat codes. You know what I mean like I mean I remember playing Jedi Outcast when I was a kid and there was a cheat code called uh, or it was NPC dismemberment and then you could put a number either one three or nine on it and it was how much you could dismember somebody with your lightsaber and if you set it to zero there was no dismemberment. you set it to nine you barely touched somebody with the saber and that limb was coming off I mean those are mods you know what I mean so they're completely legal. I I just I don't get why they they made him shut everything down. It just it sucks. You know, and I'm saying that as a fan because I so wanted I mean, Knights yeah, of the Old but Republic. But if it was again. your
0: entity and you were making money off of it, and somebody was getting to be able to play it for free, updated, when you wouldn't get
1: to play it for free.
0: Maybe they have plans to do something like that later down the road, and that's why they want to do it.
1: Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm almost positive this Benioff and Weiss thing is going to be Old Republic. I think everybody's pretty much accepted the fact that it's going to be old republic
0: well i mean they did state in their letter too that it would make it too confusing for fans because then they would get confused on what's real what's what's canon what's not canon and all this other stuff like that that's why we're here well obviously that's (laughs) why we're here but i mean i get where they're coming from and stating that so yeah i mean they could pursue it further if they wanted to but at the same time out of respect to the company and understanding where they're coming from out of respect to the whole what's canon what's not canon they should take the step back
1: it just sucks because they've put so many hours of work into that and it's 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 crazy
0: if i were them i would continue to do it and only play it myself
1: see exactly that's that's but they they ordered them to destroy all code but i mean you could i mean why couldn't somebody make the mod like that and enjoy it themselves you know what i mean and then just put it out as a mod it would never, you know, it would never really bring on, I mean, it would, actually, I take that back. I was going to say it would exactly never get any attention, but wondering. it would get attention, yeah. It would get a crap load of attention. I don't know. It's one of those tricky subjects like that Chuck Wendig thing. It's 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 really, uh, it's touchy, you know, so. But I think you're right. I think they're going to touch on something older, public coming up very soon. I, get, I mean, once 9 comes out, they said it's the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. They're going to go back in time and, and and go to an area of the galaxy and an era where they're completely unrestrained, they can do whatever the hell they want. You know what I mean, and and it won't have any effect on what has happened in yeah. in, the, in the films that we've got. So, uh, but anyway, I wanted to, I wanted to touch on that, and I forgot to talk about it. I forgot to put yeah, it on, no, the, on the notes. So, uh, but anyway, on to upcoming canon. This coming week on Sunday, we have got season one, episode two of the Resistance uh, on Disney XD at ten o'clock p.m. Like I said, guys, it's a pretty good episode. Definitely got to go check that one out. Uh, and it, it's going to introduce some new characters that uh, I really, really, really want to know some more about. So, And then we've also got uh, Marvel's Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith number 22 coming out on Wednesday, as well as IDW's Star Wars Adventures Tales from Vader's Castle number three. Uh, it sucks because Darth Vader is ending at issue 25. And we found that out, I think, last week. Uh, Kyler Knowles told us that last week uh, during the podcast, and I, and I didn't know about it. And I looked it up while you were talking. And sure enough, he was right. It's ending at issue twenty-five, so yeah, it sucks. It really does suck. But the last issue I read uh, was him trying to uh, come up with a design for his castle on Mustafar. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely awesome issue. And then uh, I finally figured out what Tales from Vader's Castle is all about. It's essentially the story is a uh, Kanan and Hera story. I don't know exactly where it takes place on the timeline. I I, I don't know where it takes place, but it's told as a story by somebody else who is crash landed on mustafar and they see vader's castle in the distance and they're telling the story about how spooky it is and it reminds them of this story or something like that they don't want to go outside because last time somebody went outside and then it goes into the canon and harris story it's about a haunted ship and stuff like that but it so far has nothing to do with vader's castle it's just that they're trying to get to it you know so uh but it's 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 an IDW. It's a Star Wars Adventures comic is all it is. It's for kids. It really is. So uh, anyway, that's that's uh, essentially what's what's uh, what's coming out. And uh, the Tales from Vader's Castle thing is just it's a Halloween thing. Yeah, it's only during this month. It's October. That's that's all it is. Uh, it's a Halloween thing. So uh, what do you say we get into some mailbag questions? Sure. Before we get into them, if you guys want to get a question on the Star Wars Canon podcast, you can email it to us at Star Wars Library at Gmail dot uh, We'll go through and pick a few out, and remember, we are taking live uh, calls during this. I could heard I heard you swallow that over the mic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, well But we are taking live calls over Skype. Uh, if you guys want to chime in with your opinion on anything we've talked about, anything like that, uh, shoot me a message on Skype uh, StarWarsCanonLibrary at Library at gmail.com, and uh, I'll uh, I'll get I'll give you a shout, and I'll get you guys on, and, and make sure the call is audio only, because uh, uh, the video will slow down our. Uh, our Wi-Fi, because my phone's actually connected to the Wi-Fi right now. So make sure it's audio only, and I'll uh, I'll buzz you through uh, whatever uh, I get you on the uh, speaker box. So if you guys want to uh, chime in, make sure to let us know or just shoot me a message. So, uh, babe, what is our first mailbag question over there this week?
0: Our first question is sent in by Juan Chito Hurtado. I, I think, think that's how you say it. I think it. that's yeah. how you say it. And he says, if you could change one thing about each trilogy, what would you change?
1: Prequels. Okay, so the biggest thing I would do with the prequels. And it's not what you think. It's not Jar Jar. (laughs) For the prequels, I would completely do away with episode one. Completely erase it from existence. Never happened. Boom, gone. Make what episode two is right now. Episode one. And get somebody else to direct it. Don't do the whiny Anakin thing. The melodramatic. I don't like Than. You know, that that whole thing. Don't do that. God. Uh, and then make episode three just the way it was. Keep episode three as episode three. But it would be episode two. You know what I mean? What we got for episode three would be episode two. Episode two, Revenge of the Sith. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then episode three could be an entire film with Vader hunting down Jedi. That would be absolutely awesome. I would love that. Or to see like a different Vader suit and him like slowly get into the classic Vader suit at the end of the new episode three. I think that'd be absolutely awesome. The classic trilogy, man, I don't know if I want to change. Uh, no, make the Ewoks not blink again. Completely take Ewoks eyelids out of canon. It doesn't need to be there. And then for the sequel trilogy, I've only seen two of them so far. So I don't know what I would really change. Uh, I don't know. What would you change in each, in each trilogy?
0: Um, in the first trilogy and the prequels I would probably take out all the freaking politics
1: but you can't have war without politics
0: I don't even care you have care. to have some
1: kind of politics
0: I don't even care about the politics like
1: <laughs> you just won't
0: pew pew dude you're like the guy on Spaceballs.
1: no I'm like the guy on police the old police academy it's the same guy yeah, yeah. Not, no I can do Star Wars nice sound try. effects like crazy yeah nice <laughs> I can, I, it's no problem i know (laughs) i've had 30 years to practice i know but anyway what would you change
0: um yeah no i would take out the politics because or i mean at least like lessen it because there's too much political going on in the background like i would probably highlight more about palpatine's plan Mm
1: Mm-hmm. make it more front make it
0: make it more in the forefront because i mean yeah that's kind of like what it's about like, he's been planning this for so long, and it finally comes, like, into plan, comes into action and everything. But I would want that more, like, in the forefront than the politics kind of deal. hmm I don't know. It's kind of hard to have that without the politics, I guess. It really I is. Know. I don't know. Politics just give me a headache.
1: <laughs> I, I know. I give you a headache all the time when yes. I'm scrolling through Facebook and stuff, but...
0: In the classics that's really hard
1: it is because the classics are pretty much i like because like i said the the ewoks blinking that's the only thing that i could really yeah that that i could think of thanks special editions
0: that is really weird um i can't really think of anything in the classics i mean they're classic
1: you're right they're classic there's 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 literally like i can't think of anything that i could change about the classics at all i mean they're exactly what i want that's what I grew up with. They they are what they are, you know. I mean, there's, I mean, they're filling in plot holes now with other films, so you can't say, oh well, I wouldn't have made one giant hole for them to shoot a missile down on the Death Star because that's explained now, you know. Like it's it's there's there's certain things you can't really. Oh, you know what? I would take away the Luke and Leia kiss. Yeah. I would take away the Luke and Leia kiss. Oh please, I just that's it. That's what I would do yeah. about the classics. Yeah
0: take yeah, it yeah
1: god yep. i i you think i really look i really hope at some point in the star wars comic they could do it they could start touching on empire strikes back stuff or if we ever get a comic adaptation of empire strikes back like a canon one i really hope that they show Leia after she walks out of the room she kisses luke and she's like and then like it's back like it's back to the future she's like god when i kiss him it's like kissing my brother or something along the line like why did that feel wrong like i really hope they do something like that okay that's that's what i would take out
0: Okay, I do agree with that because that that was just like
1: cringeworthy. Eh. What about the sequels? What would you change about the sequels? Because uh, the Smiler is on is watching right now, and he said Luke dying. He would change Luke's death. I,
0: honestly, I would say not the fact that he died, but the manner of which he died.
1: Just kind of giving up and fading away.
0: And I don't I don't necessarily think that he gave up and just faded away because he literally used all of his life force to present himself clear across the galaxy to be there and help them fight right you know so um the fact that it literally took all the rest of his strength and his life force and everything and then that's what made made like killed him
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that kind of sucks it i mean it
1: i defend last jedi but it hurts watching luke skywalker die Although, you know, Um, he's not like, he's physically dead, but he's, you know, we're going to get him back. You know, he's coming back.
0: Yeah. But still, I feel like, I feel like there were things that needed to be touched base with, like, I feel like he needed to go back and see Leia one more time, especially because she knew that she had already lost Han. Mm -hmm. And obviously we know we're not going to get Leia, unfortunately. We're
1: getting Leia 9. They're, They're using reused footage from 7 and 8.
0: I know. But I mean... Okay, well, that, that still that still really sucks. That Leia has to not only go through the loss of her hus like estranged husband, whatever you want to call right. it, but at the same time the loss of her brother.
1: See, she thought he was there physically until he touched her hand to put the dice in her hand. He, she, that that was the moment she realized because she couldn't feel him. She that was mm-hmm. the moment physically feel him. She that was the moment she realized, oh crap, he's what. He's not here. That's when she looks up and her eyes get wide. She realizes he's not physically there and he has a plan, you know, so, and she didn't tell anybody else about it.
0: Yeah. Well, his plan was to die.
1: Well, he, he was sacrificing himself to, to let the, give the resistance that time to get, cause think of how close they were behind him. Had he yeah. not stopped them, they would have overtaken him trying to get through the rocks. You know what I mean? That's Before true. Ray, they were right there. So he actually did his job, you know, and, and, you know, he, Ray said it and even Leia, you know confirmed it she felt peace you know and purpose he he was okay with it And, you know and even in the comic they've kind of uh tried to fix it a little bit kind yeah. of going inside his head with his with his death uh in the comic adaptation because you know he says you know so it, it begins the same or it ends the same way it began you know staring at twin sons right before stepping off into a, a larger world you know and then yeah. and then he fades away, which is really cool
0: yeah it's very poetic
1: it, it very it really is because you between the novel and the comic, there's so many similarities between Ray and Luke and, 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 you know, and stuff with Luke happening again and again and again, and role switching, you know, that it's Luke was essentially, and, and, and I'm going to get my head ripped off for this. Luke was essentially uh, kind of the Obi-Wan telling Luke, don't go, you know, you're, you this isn't, this isn't going to go the way you think. And that was Luke telling Ray, this isn't going to go the way you think. Don't go, you know, and, even in the comic, when he's watching her take off, even he's sitting there going, you know, wow, where have I seen this before? You know, <laughs> uh, he he says it. So it is really cool that they kind of paid homage to that. But you would you would change Luke's death?
0: I mean, it's a tough one to try and figure out how you would change it, obviously. Because if it didn't go the way it did, then we wouldn't have it the way that it is. But I mean, yeah, I would probably do it slightly differently just because it one it really sucks <laughs> and i feel like leia needed that time because she already lost han and she needed to have that that physical companionship one more time with somebody that was really close with her
1: she got it with han yeah when he well, showed up at the yeah. resistance space one more time
0: but I mean, I feel like once Han was gone, she needed to she have needed that it, yeah. with Luke. But then also, I feel like because she, yeah. she lost them both within a week, yeah,
1: she lost them both within a week of each other. So if that, there then, there was no time there whatsoever.
0: Yeah, but I also feel like Ray needed a little bit more too. But then again, we don't know that for sure because we haven't seen the last installment of the newest trilogy. But at the same time, she's she literally picked up a lightsaber and was like, "Oh, what's the zoo."
1: Right. Well, see, look, as much as I like the way because I like the way they they did Luke, like you said, it was very poetic. But when you think about it, there was another way they could have done it and it would have wouldn't have changed a thing, except it wouldn't have shown how powerful Luke actually was. Had Luke actually went and physically showed up on crate, he could have done the exact same thing. Of course, when he got, well, I guess not, because if he got hit with a blaster bolt, he'd have been dead and he'd been vaporized in an instant. Why
0: couldn't he have used the Force uh,
1: to kind of protect himself? Yeah. It, it, I mean, its it, it. I'm sure it's possible, but I mean, there's, it the other way. had he stepped out there and faced down Kylo Ren the same way, he would have struck him down. He was going to die anyway. He would have struck him down. He would have still done the same. He, he would have still accomplished the same thing. You know what I mean? Distracting Kylo and the First Order while they get away. But like you said, I, I, I do like it the way... They did it because it showed how badass powerful Luke actually was. He did something that had never been done before, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's just, I, I wondered though, when we were watching Last Jedi, cause I knew something was up because every time Kylo took a step, that dust was getting kicked and every time Luke took a step, nothing was moving. You know what I mean? And, and it was, even I was looking at it going, something's not right here. Cause he had the, he had the blue saber. He had his lightsaber, which had been ripped a hat and you know, in half. I personally I like the way they did it I just just I would have rather seen you know a battle of force powers like that than a battle of lightsabers personally and I hope that's what we get I I because we know Andy Circus, Andy Circus is canceling a lot of his con appearances now for filming purposes for schedule purposes so it's a possibility he could pop up in nine I, like I said it's probably gonna be a flashback but I do at some point want to see uh, Luke yes, and Snoke but... in the same room <sighs>
0: But we also have the possibility of the fact that Andy Circus is fantastic at what he does.
1: He could play any other character. He could play another new character. Yeah, you never exactly. know it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. So.
1: But anyway, I, I hope that answers your question, uh, Juan. I, I, it's hard to say what we would change in the classics, except for Lu- the Luke and Leia kiss. But that's a really good question. Anyway, uh, moving on to the second question, what we got over there, babe?
0: Uh, Jamie Holbeach says, "Hey Brian, just like to say that I'd be." interested in that Star Wars Canon Library phone wallpaper and thought I'd just drop a question that I've been wondering about for a while. Are the Book of the Sith, the Jedi Path, and the Bounty Hunter Code, the Rebel Rebel Files, and the Imperial Handbook by Daniel Wallace Canon because I'm curious about getting them but I don't really want to add them onto my shelf if they're not canon as I'm focusing on getting the canon first and Legends afterwards.
1: Uh, first off, that that uh, Star Wars Canon Library phone wallpaper. Shoot me an email and let me know what kind of phone you have, so that I can alter it to the right resolution for your screen, so that it's not stretched or anything like that or cut off. So, email me and let me know exactly what kind of phone you have, and uh, and I'll I'll edit it and I'll send I'll send it to you in an email. Um, the uh, the Book of the Sith, the Jedi Bounty Hunter Code, Rebel Files, and the Imperial Handbook. As of this moment, there's nothing in them that's really canon. They're more. I mean, you can't say they're not canon either because they're, they're not like official branded canon, but they, at the same time, what they are well, – what what's in them is essentially, in a way, canon, but they're not like officially branded. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I think they're awesome. I want the whole box set of everything. I would put them on my canon shelf as reference material personally.
0: Have you read them?
1: I I haven't. If I get them, I want to get the special versions of them, where like the Book of the Sith, you push the button and the Sith holocron opens, and the I want to get those. Yeah, I know. It's it's those are the ones I want to get. I I'm I'm thinking. I wonder because I think the Rebels one is canon because it it was the last one to come out, if I'm not mistaken. I think it is canon.
0: Well, I wonder because when you talk about like. the Book of the Sith, the Jedi Path, and, like, the Bounty Hunter Code, those are the the three original in right. that series run right there. But, like, the Book of the Sith, what – I wonder what all it talks about because does it cover,
1: I've like, actually never the picked it up. the rule of
0: two?
1: I don't know. I've never actually because picked it up. Because
0: we only know that what is officially canon when it pertains to, like, the rule of two is that the rule of two is canon, but the story of how it came to be –
1: that's not canon has as not been right. has
0: not been released how how it came to be what exactly happened but darth bane and the fact that he created the rule of two is the only thing that is canon those two items together right but the story of how it came to be is not
1: we're gonna have to check them out because i've actually never i mean i've cracked them open and kind of just glanced through them but i've never but a lot of times when them. we
0: see them on the shelf they're all like wrapped, wrapped up and you and can't yeah. yeah
1: you can't really get into them so uh you know what i will get back with you jamie that's the only thing I can say, if brother. Anybody,
0: like... If anybody listening has copies of this and they have read them or they've had them previously in the past and has read them front to back, specifically, we're we're inquiring about the Book of the Sith. Um, that's, that's the main and, one I want to know. Yeah, we're really curious about that one. If you've read it front to back and you know anything about what's written in these books, give us an email, write us a message, put us a comment on YouTube, however you feel like you want to reach us, let us know.
1: Personally, I don't see any reason why they couldn't be, I guess. Cuz if they're just handbooks, why couldn't they be canon? It's not like it's not like if the it's not like the Imperial Handbook, if it's canon, it's not like the stormtroopers have a copy of the Imperial Handbook. The you know, you don't verbatim. Know that. I mean, they might, I don't You don't know that. You're Every right, job I've
0: ever worked, I've had a handbook. I glance through it, yeah, but it's and not, I stick it yeah. in a drawer, I mean, and then when I quit that possible. job, I throw it away, but...
1: I'm pretty sure, I think the Rebels one is... Let, let me know, guys, in the in the live chat. I think the Rebels one is... Uh, no, an anonymous guy who comments, yes, Rebels Files is canon. Okay, so that one is. Um, but I'm, I'm not sure about the other ones, because I think Sith and Jedi came out first. Or Jedi came out first, then Sith, and then Bounty Hunter. And then I know the Imperial Code was fourth, and I'm pretty sure Rebel's Files was uh, the last one, but the
0: the last two, Rebel Files and Imperial Handbook, those those sound about right because there's the one about um, Oh, like the one about being on the Falcon that we were talking about. The Smuggler's the, Guide yeah, that's coming Smuggler's out this Guidebook. Yeah. Does that fit in with the series as well? I
1: well, I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna be you know what? That's a great question. I don't know if it's gonna is it gonna be part of that? run because
0: I know it has like its own special like hardback
1: right and everything
0: like that but can it be considered as part of I don't remember who's
1: I don't remember who actually is writing that
0: one. because from from what it sounds like these are all just like writings like journals almost
1: right yeah no I it's 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 a great question I'm actually not entirely positive so we're gonna have to I'm gonna have to check that out uh Jay says I'm getting smugglers will be canon it will be uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm wondering if it's going to be in the same, like you said, in the same series yeah as, as those, uh, what, four or five books. So it, and if it turns out they're all canon, I'm, I'm going to buy the box set. I don't give a crap. I'm, I'm going to buy obviously em. Yeah, no, I don't, you, you can't tell me how to live my life. You're not my real dad. So what do we have for the third question over there, babe?
0: Stephen Mahoney writes in, and he says, "How many parsecs does Han make the Kessel run in? He always bragged about making it in less than twelve, but in Solo, he said he made it in twelve if you round down. So, which is it?"
1: Uh, I think he made it over twelve parsecs, and I think he was—I think it. he was lying, because if you look at uh, uh, what was the name of it, uh, oh, I gotta look. The princess the scoundrel and the farm boy. That was, that was If you look at that, it's the, kind of the kiddie novelization of A New Hope. In that book, it actually says that he was lying. He was trying to keep them from realizing that he was lying about the parsec thing. So now we know from Solo that he did make it. He said 12 parsecs. And the guy he told didn't give a crap. He just turned around and kept working. And Chewie roars at him. And he's like, not if you're on down, buddy. So it had to have been 12.4 or less in order to round down to 12. But in but in A New Hope, he says it's the it's the ship that made the Kessel in less than twelve parsecs. Steve is, Steve is right. He there is, he changes his story. But if you look at Solo, how many times did the uh, value of that coaxium vial at the beginning of the yeah. movie change value? Because he told her, oh, it could easily get us you know four or five hundred credits enough to get off planet. And then when she's giving it away, she's like, it's easily worth eight hundred. And then at the end, he's like, I've got this vial. It'll probably you know it's worth ten thousand to get me a buy in. You know like that that changed drastically as it went so all he's doing is bragging that's all it is you know
0: well it, i mean if your guy
1: he's a pompous older, prick i mean he I, have, really is. I don't think
0: it has anything to do with being a pompous prick okay let's put it let's let's put it in perspective egotistical from, from a girl's perspective okay let me throw this out there from a girl's perspective being on the outside looking in i live with a man oh you do right okay that says a lot i do i live with a man Okay. <laughs> I'm not
1: egotistical.
0: What I'm saying is, if you're a man and the older you get, you're going to change your story about that so that way you feel a little bit better about yourself.
1: Men do exaggerate. I know When they it comes do. to numbers. You're not wrong. Especially when it comes to uh, a measurement of distance. Men are really, really bad about exaggerating distances.
0: So basically, I mean, like, I understand that. Because, like, in, what was it, um force awakens to her home and then rey comes in and she says something about 14 parsecs and he goes
1: 12 yeah i wish to god look i i told you too before solo i really wanted to see this happen and it didn't happen i really 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 wanted to see him make the kessel run in 14 parsecs I really, really wanted to see it happen just so when he's like, man, I'm just going to tell everybody 12. I made it in 14, but I was going to say 12. So that when you watch episode seven and she's like, this is the ship that made the customer run in 14 posseks. That's what you can tell. He's getting even more pissed and he's just 12, you know, just making it up. I, it would have been absolutely, it would have been a great little callback. I think if you're watching the films chronologically, I think it would have been a nice little callback to Solo personally. But I, I mean, they obviously they didn't. I mean, they could have even put that in Solo. They could have made a, uh, you know him say I just made the Kessel run in 14 parsecs and then Chewie say something he's like yeah maybe you're right maybe I should tell people 12 no,
0: you know so I uh, well, I mean it's something along no. just
1: anything you just, I I wish he would have made it in 14 parsecs
0: Well the thing is that a lot of, I don't know how many people actually realize though, that a parsec is a measurement of time not distance
1: It's yeah I know No it's a distance not time No No it's distance not time Parsec is a, is a Measurement of distance, measurement of distance, not time. That's why everybody was kind of uh, wondering what he was talking about. So it's, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where he made it in the shortest amount possible. You know what I mean? He made it in the shortest distance possible.
0: Okay. Maybe I did say that.
1: He did. Yeah, he You did. He he didn't you were and you said it backwards just now.
0: And it had to be the one time we were live it on air. It had to be the one time
1: people <laughs> were listening to you. Yeah, it had to, it was that time. It's
0: not the first time I've been oops on air, so
1: It's true. It I mean, happens. and I've done it too. I wouldn't even worry about it to be honest. Uh but anyway, let's see here. What is the next question we've got? You know, for the record to answer your question, I don't know what it was. It had to have been 12.4 or less. So I, I that's that's the best answer I can give you, Stephen. What else we got over there, babe?
0: Uh, Ryan Shepard actually commented on YouTube and he wrote in and said, are these made up words? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: because...
0: I just copied and pasted his
1: comment. Okay. He says, remember Cobb Vanth from one of the, uh, Aftermath Empires ends Interludes. He found bounty hunter army, uh, armor. God, neither of us can talk tonight. Armor that sounded like Boba Fett's. So that means, uh, uh so that means, uh,
0: that's what I'm saying. Boba made up words.
1: Of Boba did survive.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ryan. You kind of like had a couple of typos there. If Brian it's copied okay. and pasted this. this he got new hard. armor.
1: So, do you think a huge reveal in the season one finale uh, could be him being Boba Fett? What do you think? Did your mind okay. just explode no, over hold there? Hold
0: on. I got to reread this because I'm so distracted by the misspelling. Uh, you're you're good. You're good. So
1: spit it out. Okay, I'll read it for you. Do you want me to read it in a way where you'll understand it? Do you not get the gist of the question, dear? Okay, first off, I'll, since she's over there trying to like piece together her brain, I think, trying to read this. Uh no, I I, I that would be a really cool reveal. Uh but I don't think that's the direction they're going to go with it. Uh if they were to come out, I mean, it it would answer the the big question, but I think, look, the, the uh, synopsis said that it was a new warrior emerges. So this is a new character we've never seen before, a new Mandalorian. So I don't think it's, I mean, you could definitely re- at some point in the series reveal that Boba Fett is still alive, but I don't think that it's, uh, I don't think that's going to, it's going to be a reveal in season one. I don't think it's, what do you think, babe?
0: Okay, what season one are we talking about here? Of the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yes. Okay. So basically, what Ryan <laughs> what Ryan is trying to suggest here is, what if the Mandalorian is fed in new armor?
1: Yes, that's that's the question. Are you about yeah! to fangirl?
0: <laughs> okay. Are let you, me, let, are me you yeah, okay. let me tone it down Yeah, let me tone it down a notch so I don't break my mic. But that would be one really freaking cool. But two. I think it's time for a new character.
1: It is time. Yeah. I, I think Boba Fett's way overrated.
0: I don't think he's personally. overrated. He's just like overplayed. Like
1: I he's mean, overrated.
0: When you think bounty hunters, you just think Fett.
1: I don't anymore. Not
0: anymore I, no. because you got you just got so tired of thinking. No, of when Fett. I think
1: bounty hunters, I think Bosk, IG88, Forlome. You know that, that know. that's who I think of. So I it's not even Fett anymore. I you got
0: tired of thinking of. Fett. i got
1: tired of thinking of Fett. i just i i you know and and it sucks because for the longest time i was this like giant boba fett freak yeah you know and and you know so, i've even got jeremy bullock's autograph on the yeah. wall over there thanks richard j for that by the way but it's
0: so much to the point that when we went to the comic shop and they had the variant covers
1: oh yeah they were
0: like hey sorry man we don't have the fet covers anymore so i can't even remember what comic I don't remember which one more, it was, but, but there was a
1: series of of uh, of uh, FET covers for for one of the comics. But uh, no, it's it's. I hope like part of me like if it happens, I'm gonna be like, okay, cool, FET's alive. But it, I'm not gonna lie. Part of me is sitting there going, man, I really kind of hope not. I hope I, I hope they don't do that. I, I wouldn't mind I seeing FET pop up somewhere and answering the question finally. But I don't don't make the Mandalorian fed
0: yeah i i don't th- I, I hope they don't do that because i i want a new character i want like something new to like get involved into you know and to be like oh this is a new aspect of star wars you know a new area to venture into but at the same time it's like for years we've all been like okay what really did happen to fed did he survive it did he not like what's going on there but then at the same time it's like they've done all this new stuff and changed how things have happened in in the world of Canon. So it's like, are they going to decide to venture into this aspect at some point, but where the public we don't know
1: right. We, we, I mean so there's okay, what are you talking about with the interludes in the aftermath trilogy? the the aftermath trilogy uh, had had these little chapters that would pop up once in a while where it would kind of go off and tell a different story with a different set of characters for a minute. And one of them was a character. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you put his name on here. Cause I, I couldn't have remembered it off the top of my head. It was Cobb Vanth. He, uh, he found this set of damaged Mandalorian armor in a, uh, I, I think it was a Jawas Sandcrawler in a box somewhere. And he took it and he, he started wearing it as his like sheriff armor. And it, all it says is it was a, a beat up set of Mandalorian armor and they found it outside a cut open Sarlacc is all they, is all they said. So we're assuming Boba Fett made it out of the pit of carcoon and he made it out of the sarlacc and he just shed his armor and left it and ran off into the galaxy somewhere so we're assuming that fed is alive right. it's entirely possible i mean these these um set photos we're seeing of the of the desert planet with the mandalorian on it it's very possible that that could be the same planet i mean obviously it's Tatooine, but it, it's very possible that could be Tatooine. Mm-hmm. it it kind of has that feel to it so do I think that's what's going to happen? I don't think it's going to be Fett, but it would be really cool to see him pop up, especially, you know, like, uh, you know, somewhere at the end of season one, we're all kind of like with Ahsoka at the end of season one of Rebels, how you had Fulcrum throughout the whole first season and all of a sudden they meet Fulcrum and boom, my name is Ahsoka Tano, you know? And you're like, oh, what? You know, so it's, it's possible they could do something like that where, hell, he could even be, well, I guess he couldn't be. I was going to say he could be related to Fett, but that's impossible, but it's it's possible Fett could pop up. I kind of hope he does, but I hope the Mandal- the Mandalorian is not Fett. So uh, thanks for the question, Ryan. I I, I do appreciate it. He commented on YouTube. Uh, on I think it was on last week's episode of the podcast. He commented and asked that, and I was like, I, I got to use that. I have to use that question next week. So thanks for the question, man. I appreciate it. What else we got over there, dude?
0: Becky Schulte wrote in and says, By the time it's over, which one will make more money? Episode 9 or Avengers 4? Love the podcast and I tell all my friends they have to listen to. LL never stop.
1: Um, that... Look, we had the same question this year. With Solo and Avengers Infinity War. And obviously Infinity War was gonna beat that one. I called that one from the get-go. Yeah. With Avengers 4 coming out in just a few months. And... Because we're already close enough to Avengers 4, we should be getting a title and a trailer here before long. But it's going to be going up in the same year against episode 9. Alright, so you got to compare these two for a minute, right? So, Avengers 4 is going to be the culmination of, at that point, how many films? 20? Infinity War was uh, 19. Ant-Man and Wasp was 20. Uh, Captain Marvel will be 21. So, Avengers 4 will be the 22nd film. It'll be like, everybody talked about Infinity War being the culmination of 19 films 20 films Avengers 4 is really the the big
0: yeah like the the wrap-up big
1: one right so because we had like the ultimate cliffhanger at the end of Avengers Infinity War so Avengers 4 is going to make stupid just unbelievable amounts of money I don't think episode 9 will ever top it I don't think so I think Avengers 4 is going to make more money than episode 9 dude and I can't believe I'm saying that
0: dude Avengers, okay. <laughs> the Avengers story's been going on for how long? Like...
1: 2008.
0: Okay, so like 10 years now, give or take.
1: Right. 11 by the time uh, uh, 4 comes out.
0: And... Star Wars, Star Wars has been Wars going, been going, for going on, on for like some 40 some odd years. Both of these... Uh, episode 9 and, uh, and Avengers 4 are the wrap-ups.
1: Yeah, they're both big finales of, of of these massive franchises. They are. That's That's... I don't, I don't know, because I don't know. The Last Jedi pissed enough people off that I'm not sure nine's going to make anywhere near what 8 did. And I just, I don't, I'm you know what, I hate to say it because every single part of me wants to say Star Wars is going to beat it. But it realistically speaking, no, Avengers 4 is going to make stupid amounts of money. And Episode 9, at this point, I'm going to... I'm gonna go ahead and say it, and it sucks because I, I hate saying this, and it hurts saying this. At this point, episode nine will be lucky to to break the billion dollar mark.
0: You really think that? I
1: think so. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: It's like the grand finale of the Skywalker lineage.
1: I know. Wow. I just I don't I think enough people have shown that they don't like the direction Disney has gone with it that I think they're done with it. I don't think they're ever gonna go back. Now, now there are several people out there that say they're never going to go watch it, but will secretly, oh, don't tell anybody I'm going to go see Episode 9 tonight. You know, like, so, but I don't think it's that many people. I really don't. I think, I think Avengers 4 is going to completely demolish Episode 9. I mean, and
0: really? it's weird
1: that we're even talking about this right now. We're already talking about box office numbers for Episode 9 and Avengers 4. We're living in that time period now, you know what I mean, where we've come far enough. That's what we're talking about now. Nine is still, you know, over a year away. Yeah. Avengers 4 comes out in May? April or May? Yeah. So it's coming up. I, I'm I'm going to... What do you think? I'm, I'm going to say Avengers 4 is going to beat the crap out of Episode 9.
0: Realistically speaking, yeah, I think Avengers 4 is going to do better with the box office numbers. But... I think episode nine will surprise you and do a lot better than you think it will.
1: Well, episode nine might be, I mean, it's, it, do I think this is going to happen? No, but it's entirely possible. Episode nine could come out and be the best star Wars movie ever. I don't think that's going to happen, but it, it, it is possible. Episode nine could come out and every single star Wars fan could watch that and go. That was the absolute best star Wars movie bar none to date.
0: And then JJ Abrams cry. would
1: really have to pull some, some stuff out of his ass. To pull that off, you know what I mean, but
0: not really. He did really good when he brought it back for seven. Well, I
1: I know that, but I'm saying what I'm saying in the fans' eyes. He's gonna have. he has a lot to make up for after episode eight. I I don't think. I mean, episode nine could be so great, but because so many people were pissed off with episode eight, I don't think they're gonna. Go- I mean, look what like a, a good example. Look at the DCEU, right? So you had Man of Steel, which I liked. I mean, I, I thought Man of Steel was pretty good. And then you had Batman v Superman, which I hated the theatrical version. But once they come out with the ultimate, it was great. Suicide Squad sucked. Wonder Woman was pretty good. And then you had Justice League. By the time you got to Justice League, which was actually pretty good, it was a step in the right direction. They were actually doing pretty good with Justice League. Nobody gave a crap anymore because the films were trash up to that point. You know what I mean? It's just... And Justice League, I heard that. You were disgusting. (laughs) What is wrong with you? Episode... I mean, uh, Justice League suffered because... You know, Suicide Squad sucked because people didn't like Batman v Superman. You know, it's, it's stuff like that. So, I think Episode Nine is going to suffer because of people not liking Eight. Why are you laughing?
0: <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to laugh. I know you are.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: a person. I'm gonna, I'm gonna burp. Oh Come man, on. you're so
1: gross. No more Dr Pepper while we're I'm, recording.
0: I'm trying to stay awake. I'm so I know tired right we, now. We, uh,
1: we've got, I think, one more question to get through and then we're going to take some live questions from the chat room Uh, you guys
0: better have good questions because i'm so tired (laughs) tired. i need need to get
1: pumped you need to. no you need a i got a pill in there in the in the dresser you need to take all right so what is the final question of the uh of the mailbag questions what do you got over there babe uh
0: brian thomas writes and he says is there a reason we haven't gotten any canon material between episode six and seven there is a big gap that needs to be filled, and there's a lot of mystery there. Love to hear your thoughts, and I love your show. Keep up the great work.
1: Just stop I'm, talking.
0: I'm a sob. Just stop
1: talking. Why am I with you? Oh, my God. Uh, first off, great name, Brian. That's a good, strong name. You definitely should name your son that. Uh, so, Brian, is there a reason we haven't gotten any camp? I think so. We've gotten a little bit between six and seven. We've actually got more than you think. Because we've got the Aftermath Trilogy, we've had Shattered Empire, we've got the Battlefront 2 campaign, you know, the, the resurrection stuff, it touched yeah. on it. And then we've got the Legends of Luke Skywalker, you know, Bloodline, uh, the Canto Bite. We've actually got quite a bit of stuff in that section. Now, it's nothing that really uh, focuses on a lot of characters that you want to know, but I know what you're wanting to know. You want to know about Luke Skywalker. You want to know what he was up to for those 30 years. That's what, that's really what you're saying. I know it is. Uh, But we do have quite a bit of stuff there in that gap. Just nothing, there is a serious gap there where nothing has been touched. You know what I mean? Like after, uh, let me look at my shelf. After, well, Last Shot was in there also. After Last Shot, really, there's nothing really canon until Bloodline. And there's like 20 some odd years there in between that has, there's nothing that's come out. So I think we're going to get a lot of, a lot more stuff. Once we get through episode nine, once nine, you know, comes out, we get it on Blu-ray. I think we're really going to start seeing stuff between episode six and seven, a lot of novels, a lot of what Luke was up to the formation of the first order, which I still call. I still say, I swear to God, Thrawn has something to do with the, with the formation of the first order. I swear it up and down. I know he does. Uh, Timothy Zahn's come forward, said he's got two more, novels coming out thrawn novels coming out after episode nine he can't even talk about him until after episode nine comes out we know the first one that he writes is going to be ezra and thrawn's story we'll get there Kirsty still hasn't seen the last season of rebels oops oops so uh well she don't even know what what uh what happened there yet so i think once episode nine comes out we're gonna get a lot of stuff and we're gonna get a lot of luke skywalker stuff be prepared because with the solo film we've had you know a lot of novels and comics and stuff surrounding the solo film we had the new Lando comic we had last shot you know we, we had the solo film obviously we had most wanted all the all this stuff kind of once episode 9 comes out be ready because you are going to get a crap load of Luke Skywalker stuff it's going to be insane you're not gonna be able to keep up with it I, I'm calling it right now so um but we'll get there we will eventually and uh, make sure to stay tuned to the Star Wars Canon library because we will keep you guys up to date on all that. So uh, we are going to be going over to the live chat board and uh, looking for some questions from you guys. So make sure to drop them in there. Uh, And if any of you guys want to call in, man, remember, we've got the Skype set up. So uh, let's see here. Let's go through here and see what we've got. Richard J. He right off the bat. He says, you think you're tired, Kirsty? It's 2.30 a.m. for me. You
0: don't know me. Don't
1: give me that look. Give Jay that look.
0: You don't know me. You don't know what I do for a living.
1: Oh, uh, I know what you do for a living. And it ain't Jack. I do more than you do. Uh, Lerone says, episode six was my finale. I take the uh, sequel trilogy as canon, and I like them to an extent, but I don't think the sequel trilogy is a good continuation and won't serve as a good finale for everything else. What do you think?
0: I'm sorry. You need to repeat it.
1: I need to repeat. You weren't listening to me at all, were you? <laughs> God, you're you're falling asleep over there. Uh, Lerone essentially said that he, uh, he doesn't, to him the finale was episode six. He likes the sequel trilogy, but, uh, it's, it's not really, it doesn't serve as a good finale for everything else for him. What do you think?
0: I mean, I'm glad that you at least gave it a shot. Yeah, because a lot of people didn't. That's the only thing that we can ask. Um, you're entitled to your opinion, so if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Right. I mean... It does answer a lot of questions about a lot of different things, though. Going into that, um, like what happened with Han and Chewie, you know, what what have they been up to? What happened with Leia?
1: You mean Where, in, in episode 9?
0: Where's Luke been? No, I'm talking about in the sequel trilogy. Oh, oh, okay. From the classics. Because he, he for him, the classics wrap it up.
1: Right. Well, I mean, Return of the Jedi is really... I mean, you could call that the end of it and, and call it quits. It doesn't have to be really well, a continuation. When,
0: when George Lucas originally wrote all this stuff, he meant for each trilogy to stand alone as their own.
1: He wrote four separate trilogies. Yes. Yeah.
0: And he intended for them to stand alone on their own, but you can tie them all together. Right. So, I mean... I get where he's coming from, because you could do that. Mm-hmm. You could say, that, okay, to me, this is where it stops. But at the same time, A for effort, for giving it a chance. Um, secondly, you know, entitled to your opinion on it, like I said before. But also, um, I forget what I said. What's so funny?
1: I'm just reading some of the uh, question that just popped up. I can't wait to answer this one. Go ahead.
0: Oh, okay. You're distracting me. I'm so. sorry. <laughs> um yeah no basically just all that so yeah that i mean that's how i feel so
1: okay uh let's see here kyler Knowles says uh how pissed do you think star wars fans would be if the game of thrones guys don't do old republic
0: really pissed. You,
1: I think they're going to riot. I I think you will really say, oh my god, can you imagine if they come out and said that Ryan Johnson's trilogy was going to be Old Republic and Benioff and Weiss was doing some other thing. Do you have any idea how pissed off people are going to be? Yeah. It's it's going to be insane. Uh, let's see here. The Smiler says, will there be a sequel trilogy to the sequel trilogy? Uh, you know what? At this point, I'm not sure we're ever going to get 10, 11, and 12. I know... Uh, man, I, I hope we do, but I don't think, this is the end of the Skywalker saga, which episodes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, that's Skywalker. And this is the end of it. We might not ever get an episode 10.
0: Didn't, didn't they release news saying that this is going to be the last episodic film episode nine? I, I, anything else released after that would still be like a Star Wars entity, but it wasn't going to be episodic.
1: I, I think, I think they were talking about the, uh. Uh, Skywalker saga when, when they, uh, when they brought that up, I think that's all it was essentially. But uh, I mean, I mean, you could do an episode 10, but if this is the end of the Skywalker saga that tells, if this is the end of the Skywalker saga, that tells me one of two things that tells me either Ray is not a Skywalker and she's not related to them in any way, shape or form and she survives or she dies and she, you find out she was a Skywalker and her and Kylo both die. That's where this is going.
0: No, I think it has everything to do with Kylo Ren being...
1: Kylo, I'm thinking Kylo is the last Skywalker.
0: Yeah, and he dies before he can have any kin.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's. I'm and thinking the new, this is the and
0: end. And then the new films are Ray living and doing something or totally off and doing something Random doing their own the thing, galaxy, just yeah.
1: completely unrelated to everything else that's been yeah going on. Larone says, "Are you interested in Halo lore and books as much as you are interested in Star Wars canon?" Not so much. I gave up on Halo. I, I uh you like I was,
0: watching Red versus Blue? I love
1: Red versus Blue, but I I I just I played Halo four and I gave up after that. I I've got some of the novels. I think what do, I think I have Contact Harvest. I think I got a couple other ones, but I I haven't dove into it nearly as much as I have Star Wars. Uh, like I said, I kind of gave up on Halo after uh, episode or episode after Halo Four, and I never played Halo Five. I know Six is coming. I, 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 I Star Wars is my life at this point. You have any idea what I do, what I have to do to keep up with all this canon stuff? Like it's it's crazy what I have to do. Um, Richard J says I would I dig Ryan's Old Republic. Uh, Benioff and Weiss will be doing the Gungan. Oh, can you imagine Benioff and Weiss doing a Gungan saga?
0: No, because if that existed, I would burn it all. Oh
1: my god, that's you know what? That might be the first Star Wars movie I never watch. That's in, no, I would watch it. I can't I say wouldn't. that. I wouldn't. I can't say that.
0: I would not. I can't handle that sound. I, I just I couldn't.
1: <laughs> a whole movie of Misa got yeah no that would Misa no have a boomba. A whole trilogy of that. Can you imagine? Ugh. Uh Richard J says 10, 11, and 12 will be solo, not like Han solo. Do you mean like
0: solo individual films? Solo individual.
1: Well he capitalized solo. That's why I'm curious.
0: I think he did I think he it meant just solo eventually. films. Yeah, yeah. The death
1: of Kylo. Yeah, I think so. Um Let's see <clears throat> here. J says yes, he he is of Skywalker blood, but come on, man, certain point of view, remember. Uh it's possible you could find out Rey's adopted and she's a Skywalker from a certain point of view. But it wouldn't explain her her powers away, you know what I mean? So I I don't know. Kyler says, coming from somebody who has uh, only read canon and not legends, why is Revan so popular? You want to know something? Like I, Revan, I what I know about Revan is from Knights of the Old Republic. I don't know anything other than that. I know, like you guys have heard me say, I've read the Darth Bane trilogy and Bane learned from the Revan holocron. I know that much, but. I really don't know a whole lot balls to bone about Revan. Um, everything I know is from Knights of the Old Republic and, you know, what I've seen other people talk about and stuff. I've got the novel. I've got the actual Revan novel, but I haven't haven't gotten to it yet because right now I'm, I'm slowly building my EU collection back up. And I'm going to start working on those and putting out uh, videos for the patrons uh, talking about the EU novels. So definitely head over to the Patreon and check that out if you're an EU fan because we're going to be talking about that here in the next couple weeks. I'm actually in the middle of uh, Dawn of the... What is it? Dawn of the Jedi right now? Is that what it's... Uh, Into the Void. Yeah, that's what it's called. I'm actually in the middle of that right now. And so far, it's, it's all right. But, uh, yeah, no, Revan, Revan's one of those characters that I think it just stems from uh, the storyline of Nazi Old Republic. I think that's where his popularity comes from. It's just he had that second chance, you know what I mean, to, to make things right. So... I, th- I think that's all it is. Lerone says there's a few rumors going around. Oh, here we go. We were talking about this uh, yesterday in the in the car paper. I think it was today. There's a few rumors going around. Uh, oh, actually, no, this isn't the rumor that I, that, uh, I was seeing. There's a few rumors going around. Ray has Kylo's kid in episode nine, which I don't take 100% seriously at all. But if it were the case, would they kill the kid and Kylo to end the bloodline? What do you think?
0: I think that's a major, major stretch. And we've no... Okay. Anytime in Star Wars, no. We've never seen anything about any kids being born except for in the prequels. Luke and Leia. And that's what killed Padme. That's the only time that we ever saw it.
1: No, I. It, it's entirely possible. Well, for, I mean, you talking about just in the films? Or in canon in general? Because in canon in general, we've got Ben Solo being born. You know, we've got... You know, Luke and Leia, it's, I'm assuming you're talking about just the films.
0: Yes, because we're talking about in the movie.
1: Ah, man, I, I don't know if you could do the death of a kid in the world today. I like, this is a much different world than what it was when the prequels came out. And even back then, you couldn't do the scene of Anakin killing the younglings. So I don't see them killing off a child. I don't, I don't see that happening. Like, I, I don't take that rumor at all. I like, I hope to. God, that's not the case. Because when would that have happened? Immaculate Conception? That's the only way that could have happened. Metachlorians! Yeah, we're not bringing that M-word back up. No, I hate um, it. The rumor I was thinking of was I saw online, and, and this may be spoilery for those of you that don't want to know, but remember, this, take this with a grain of salt. I doubt very seriously there's anything to this. Uh, there's supposedly a rumor that there's a scene where Kylo is cutting down this door to a vault on a, on a forest planet. And uh, he finds a a cube that projects the hologram of uh, uh, Emperor Palpatine with a uh, blueprint in his hand of another super weapon. I, I I don't think there's anything to. I thought that's what you were gonna ask about for a second, but I, it's it's. I don't think that's. Uh, no, there's nothing to that. I think that's just somebody trying to start some crap. Did Mike Zero come up with that? <laughs> you don't hear much from that kid anymore. You really don't. Uh, but I mean, there's, there's a couple, I mean, the biggest thing that points to that being fake is the fact that Sith holocrons aren't cubes. They're pyramids, you know, Jedi Holocron We've never seen a pyramid Jedi holocron. Every Sith holocron has been pyramid though, you know? So I I don't think there's anything to that either. Kyler Knowles says, why do, why do you think people who have never read Canon, but have legends say that the Canon books suck, even though they never give it a chance, probably a controversial subject. Ooh, that's that is very controversial. But I, I'm going to go ahead and answer it. It's because uh, they they're still holding on to old things. They need to let them go. They need to let them die. You know, that's that's is, staring at me. What does like, Yoda say? Attachment leads to jealousy, and you need to let go of the EU. Like uh, those are great stories. I'm not going to knock that at all. The legends are. I mean, I, I from what I've read, there's several good stories in there. But it's it? just not canon anymore. It's... Who
0: is it that says you must unlearn what you have learned?
1: That There you go. That's Yoda. Yeah, Exactly. You have to unlearn what you have learned. What you think you know is completely false nowadays, you know? That's what it's... Brian
0: had to do to be able to do all this for you guys. That's true. Anything no, I... that he read in the Legends, he had to unlearn all of that. It
1: wasn't much, but...
0: But still. It's still, I mean, but... Well, hell, Jay even had to do it, too, because of tuning in here and asking his questions and watching the shows and the movies and what little bit he has because he's literally read everything in the EU, everything that there is in those legends, except for the last book that ever came out.
1: Unless he read it and he didn't tell me about it. Jay, did you read it? Just let me know. Um, But no, it's one of those things where they don't want people, star Wars fans, like I said, in another podcast are very volatile bunch. They, uh, you, you shake them up just right and they're going to explode. And, and if you do anything at all, that takes away part of that childhood, or they think takes away part of that childhood. They're gonna let you know, man. And it's like, like you just said, holding on to the childhood is what I was thinking. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things that it, they they don't want. That's what they grew up with. That's all they know. You know, like for me, it was easier because I never, I never uh, uh, really read all of the EU. I tried to keep up with it, and I I, just, I couldn't. But it's. Don't get me wrong. There are some stinkers in, in the new canon. There's some serious pieces of crap. Like Jay just said, no, I used the pages of Crucible as Toilet Roll last Christmas. It's dead to me. The last novel that, that, that he hadn't read. I'm the same way with Heir to the Jedi. You know, I've been accused of saying that the new canon is perfect. I've never said the new canon is perfect. Never once have I said that it's perfect. It wasn't even perfect from the get-go with the first novel. It, was, it was, New Dawn was good. But it wasn't perfect by any means. You know, so... I've, there's some I mean, in the Chewie comic and the and the three PO comic and and you know just oh my god last shot most wanted Jesus Christ there's some serious pieces of crap you know and, and, and Star Wars so uh, and 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 like Kyler said uh, DJ comic as well yeah it was it was pretty rough all essentially all it was was his day leading up to him being in jail and appearing in Last Jedi that's all it was so uh, it's it, it's I think that's all there is to it so. Uh, the Smiler says, "Do you think Star Wars will ever get a complete reboot?" That's a really good question. What do you no. think? You don't think? No. I if it happens,
0: there's no need for it.
1: Well, there's not. Well, there was no need for the new. I mean, there kind of was a need for a new canon. Uh, I if it happens, it's going to happen so many years down the line that it's it's not even. We're I'm, I hope to God I'm dead when it happens.
0: I don't see them doing a complete reboot, but I see them doing remake of like the that's, films. That's that's what they're talking. Possibly. That's what I, I think
1: that's what he means. Uh, is is uh I, I don't see I don't ever see a hard reboot. Uh, a remake I
0: Remakes are very popular right now.
1: Yeah, because they but can't then come up with the original ideas.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean at the same time everything cycles in your every 20 years. Right. And right now that's what we're seeing is very popular fad because that there's, there's a lull in content. There's not very many creative people out there coming up with content. And right now, Star Wars is a big thing that they can come out with content on. Right. And the, the story group is out there. They're they're coming up with ideas, and they're passing it out to their writers. They're passing it out to their film producers, and they're getting the people in there to write those stories and come out with this stuff for us and everything like that. So, I mean, they're doing the best that they can.
1: They really well, – and, you know, the, the biggest argument that – Everybody, you know, that I've seen is, well, they don't have 30 years of material anymore. No, but they are getting damn close. (laughs) They, they're getting, I mean, they're, they're, it's still a fraction of what it used to be, but it's, it's coming quick. It's coming in a volume now that was, it it was way faster than it used to be. You know, I mean, films are coming out at a faster pace, or at least they were, we don't know if they're going to anymore. They were coming out at a faster pace. We used to have to wait, you know, when a trilogy was in production, we had to wait three years you know, for a movie to come out. Now it's every year we're getting a Star Wars fan. It's, it's, We're getting caught up. There's there's a lot, you know, and, uh, it, you know, like Lerone just said, I like the new canon so far better than Legends as a whole chronological continuity, uh, and it's far more consistent with stories that are good and great. That's true. It Because it, it, you'd be surprised how often you'd be reading a new novel and it'll do a callback Cause it's just tiny little thing that happened in another novel, you know, or like the certain character like Admiral Ray Sloan. She's popped up in so much stuff; it's insane. You know, a lot of people thought she was going to be the "quote unquote" new Thrawn. You know, of 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 the new canon, but it's just, she's popped up in so much stuff. Hell, she even made an appearance in the canon comic. You know, before she was an actual admiral. So, I I, I don't think they're ever going to do it. I hope to God I'm dead when they do it. I really do. And and I and you know, babe, I told you. If I ever die and they keep making Star Wars films, I expect you to still get a portable DVD player and bring them to my grave and watch them with me. Like, I I told you that. (laughs) And if they reboot it, that's the end of that. You are, therefore, let go from that life debt. You know what I mean? So, I, I just, I hope not. Because they're putting so much work into this new canon. I can't see them rebooting something and just screwing everything up you know, from the ground up. Now, it's entirely possible that in 50 years... You know, they could say, hey, let's just wipe this new canon free, which it won't be new canon by then, but let's just wipe this old canon and just start over and do an entirely new universe. That's entirely possible. I hope to God I'm dead for it, but it's, 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 I don't want to be alive in a universe with a different Star Wars the way I know it, you know, which I guess is the same mentality some of these EU purists have. You know, they don't want to live in a, in a universe where their Star Wars isn't their Star Wars anymore. So, but it's not like, it's not like they went and took those novels from those people. They can still read them whenever they want. You know, they, they, they still... Ex- and I don't see any problem whatsoever with them continuing the line of legends. You know, let anybody they want to write a Star Wars novel and put it out with a Legends banner on it. That's all you have to do. Why not let them have that? You know what I mean? So, what do you think, babe?
0: I, I mean, I, I don't think that they're going to write any more n- new legends. You don't think? No, I think they've already.
1: You think that put, ship is sailed? Yeah, huh?
0: they already put the lid on that bottle. They're done with that. Um. Yeah, no, I think they're done with that. Uh, Cannon's got a really good run. It's strong. They've got continuity going on there.
1: Yeah, so far it's, it's um, it like I said, it's it's just little callbacks now and then, you know, to other stories that you read that you've read and. I mean, you, once in a while you had that in the EU, but even I know that there were times where they killed off a character in EU, and then, you know, four years later, that character pops back up like nothing ever happened.
0: Yeah, and that is strange. Now, there's, like, different stories like that in the EU that would be interesting to see them get brought in. Um, I can't remember the name exactly, but, uh, for instance, when they went to war with the other galaxy...
1: Oh no 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 the the Uzan Vong yeah they weren't from the another galaxy. Jay Jay corrected me on this. They were from the unknown regions, but they lived outside the Force. Okay. So that's 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 what that was. But it yeah. But g- g- continue, I'm sorry. Continue your thought. I, I cut you off. My bad.
0: I mean that would still be a really cool story arc. But obviously that's going to be something that they're not going to touch on for a while because there's a lot of known stories that's already been put out that we want to see them cover like like what you suggest thrawn being a part of what the rise the the first order yeah things like that that would be really cool for them to touch base on because hello that that's a story that i would like to see too
1: no that that's one i we're gonna get that one i don't think you have to worry about that one at all
0: i mean there's a lot of different things that are open-ended in the new canon that they could go in every any direction so there's, there's a lot of different things you can do with that without even having to touch anything in the EU yet. But there are the stories, like the, how do you say it?
1: The Uzon Vong? Yeah. Okay, Jay just corrected me, and so did the Smiler. The uh, Smiler says, I think the Vong were from another galaxy. Jay says they were built from another galaxy, but that's because they couldn't explain their origins and tech. However, their origin was basically a planet with a hyperdrive system. So it was a traveling planet. Kind of like Starkiller Base. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, and, and Kyler Knowles says, how dark can Star Wars get before it crosses a line? Because I want some darker stories in the canon. Last week, uh, we talked about R-rated Star Wars. And uh, I think what I said was uh, I would rather see a story, write a story, and if it has to be rated R, make it rated R. But don't write a story just for the sake of making it rated R. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I but yeah, I would love to see some dark stuff like there's still that that one scene. I know they shot it and Lucas deleted it. I still want to see the scene of Anakin killing the younglings as sadistic as that sounds. As sick as that makes me sound, I I, I really, really want to see that scene because I think that would have really solidified Anakin more of a badass. You know what I mean? Of this evil monster.
0: There there has been some dark scenes in some of the canon stuff because I think it was um, the expanded edition novelization of Solo that you were reading excerpts to me, possibly, or that you had just told me about it. And it was when Sol- when Han Solo was, like, what, a mud trooper or something like that?
1: Oh, yeah, how and gory he was in that battle, battle was. Yeah.
0: And he'd, like, look over and there would just be, like, a decapitated head laying oh, in the field. Oh, that was the Battle
1: of Jakku. Okay. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. No. That. That. Yeah. There was some serious. There's some seriously dark stuff. I mean, the way that they stuff.
0: describe it, down to like the very detail of like exactly what's Severed right in front head, of you. Like yeah. you literally paint this picture of this battlefield and like dismembered body parts. Like you can't put that on film because you can't show that to a child.
1: No. But you. You know what you could do though. You could do the. I mean, you could do a series on the new Disney streaming service. and It's just strictly for adults. And make it just... I, I want to see horror movie Star Wars. I want to see a horror movie take place in Star Wars. I want it. That that That's something that would... Re, I, I would kill to see something like that. No pun intended. You know, but I just... I, I think... I mean, you can get really dark before you cross a line. Because, I mean, look at episode three. You burned Anakin to a crisp. And it's yeah. th- it got PG-13 rating. That's... I think I was... Was I 13 when that came out? No, I was... Yeah, I was 13 when episode three came out. And and that was, I wanted to see that. That was pretty intense. I, I wasn't sure they would actually show how he got burnt and they actually barbecued his ass, like right there on the silver screen. You know what I mean? So that's, that's what I really want to see. Lerone says, did I hear that right? Did Lucas really shoot that massacre scene? How did the kids act it out? No, he did shoot that scene. And, uh, he, I don't even think it left set that day because he reviewed it, and then ended up deleting everything from it. Or uh, maybe I, I take that back. I think it did make it to the editing room floor, but instead of just cutting it, and making it a deleted scene, he got rid of it completely. He didn't want it because it was going to make the movie rated R. If that tells you anything, that's God, how dark but it was.
0: Think about that. I mean, God, I can't remember his name, but the kid that played young Anakin,
1: Jake Lloyd. Yeah, Jake Lloyd. Yeah. <laughs>
0: God, think about all those kids, too. If Jake Lloyd come out as messed up as he did after doing Anakin. Well, that
1: was just because of the crap people gave him growing up. And plus, he ended up being uh, schizophrenic. Still. So that's not really his fault. Or it's not even really Star Wars' fault. But yeah, they did film that scene, and and I'd kill to see it. It's not
0: Star Wars' fault, but people gave him crap for being in Star Wars?
1: It's not... You get what? I, it's the fans' fault. It's not Star Wars's fault. It's the fans' fault. It's George Lucas's fault. Everything stems back to George Lucas, and I hate to say that, but uh, but anyway, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. We've been going for almost two hours. Does it feel like it? You look like you're nodding yeah, off over there. Yeah. I am. Yeah. You're you're getting pretty tired, aren't you? Yeah. I, I'm tired too. I got it's the day off time. tomorrow. It's <laughs> well, yeah. It's getting pretty close, so I'm off tomorrow. So I think. Uh, I'll get this uploaded to uh, the Podbean to Star Wars Podcast.com and I'll get it on iTunes and Spotify by tomorrow afternoon. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we've had a blast talking with you guys. Uh, make sure to check out the website, Star Wars Podcast.com. We've got the upcoming uh, canon list and uh, 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 canon timeline. Jesus, I'm getting tired, too. You can tell I'm falling asleep over here. Uh, make sure to check out the Facebook page, Facebook.com slash StarWarsCanonLibrary. Richard J has been in the chat room all night, and... Uh, Keeping uh keeping things interesting, and uh, he's he's uh, the one running the Facebook page over there. And as a matter of fact, he did that post today on on the Canon Library Facebook page about the ice cream maker and the Mandalorian weapon. And I'm learning my own. I'm learning stuff off my own Facebook page because I didn't know anything about it until I pulled it up. I'm like, oh, hey, look, somebody posted a picture of the ice cream maker from Star Wars. And I realized it was the canon library page. So thank you, Jay, so much for keeping up with that, man. You're you're doing better than I would have done, actually. So uh, thank you so much. Keep going on that, man. If you guys want to get a question on the Star Wars canon podcast, make sure to email it to us at Library at gmail.com. We'll get some on every week for you guys. Make sure to follow us on Twitter uh, at SWCanonLibrary.com. And if you would love to show some support for the canon podcast, we'd sure appreciate it at Patreon.com slash StarWarsCanonLibrary. Uh, Until next week, babe, is there anything that I missed or that I forgot that I need to tell the good people?
0: I don't think so, other than may the Force be with you.
1: May the Force be with you guys. Hey, guys, thank you again so much for tuning in. And uh, as always, may the Force be with you. Take care, everybody.